Promise, we promise we got some review for you. Yes, we do. I know it's been a while. I know it's been a while, but mm-hmm. uh, we are back. And without further ado, I am uh, one half of the best damn tag team, one half of the host of this damn show, Quincy Jones. Go and of course across the table. Yes, sir. The other half of this tag team, uh, Doc Lesnar, only hip hop hybrid uh, in existence of uh, hurt in it, the worlds it. of hip hop and pro wrestling. No and uh, we are just simply known as them. It's the them area. Damn. Yeah. I'm just letting it sit. Okay, we good. <laughs> you know. But we are back, It's man. the Doc and Quincy gang. Yes, sir. <laughs> Doc and Quincy show. We are back once again this week. Brands yep, making yep, new yep. news, review. Speaking of which, shall we, my dudes? Yeah, I mean, because I know uh, I had to kind of explain some things that we didn't cover last week and some of the stuff, why certain matches were happening on my programming. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're back, though. You know, we're yeah. here to do our job. Obviously, we, uh, we were... Chopping up about mania and all things uh, of that nature. Yeah, but the hangover but, um, has surpassed, and yeah, back to reality. Let's go, man. I mean, say, yeah. back to hard to earn. It's going down next Friday. Where are you at? Hard to earn eventbrite.com. That's all you need to worry about. But until then, let's get into the news, my friend. Yes, sir. Well, I'm gonna uh, start it off with a uh, sort of a something in the rumor mill sort of things. Is, oh, uh, no. So, uh, you know, we just had mania. We just talked about... Substantiated rumors. Well, we'll see. It's more speculation. I, I would say it's more speculation. Uh, but following their recent loss to Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 39, mm. it seems Bailey has put out a tweet that led many to believe it may indicate a end was coming soon for the Damage Control faction. As it just simply said, and sometimes the most romantic love story comes to an end. And then, bye. Uh, it's also feels speculation that. that maybe Bailey was one of the names rumored to want to release following Vince's Endeavor announcement, which obviously puts him back in charge. Especially after uh, I think Bailey's match was changed, right? The uh, the post Mania Raw, as well as I think Kai and Sky lost their tag match that night, so a yeah, lot of people did. just started pointing that direction. And PW Insider has since reported though that quote there is no expectation. That uh, Bailey will leave the company and work to wrestling is reported. She's listed internally as, quote, available to use, end quote, as of the uh, April 10th edition of, I'm not sure if that was uh, SmackDown or not. Might might have been Raw, probably. Well, that, so. two, two things on that was, I did see that tweet when she put it out mm-hmm. in the post as well that accompanied it, and it was a WrestleMania, like, picture. Yep. So I thought she was referring to, like, the end, like, the finish, like, the, the Cody mm-hmm. Rhodes thing. That's gotcha. what I thought. Um, it wasn't until Some people thought, yeah. oh, I, I started seeing what you're what you're talking about. People were thinking that oh, maybe it's more to it than that. Some of the Vince stuff, maybe. Um, interesting enough, though, I will say that this past Monday they had this yeah, angle, I saw that yeah, where yeah. she was like, "Yo, EO, you should take my spot." Yeah, yeah. So and she kind of seemed like a proud mom type of you know. Well, it was weird was... because she went into the office to talk and maneuvered their way to get into some match and then there and then Dakota was like, Well, why is it you? Why wouldn't it be one of us? Why does it have to be you? You know, so then she went back and then like changed changed, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, okay. before the proud mama moment there was you know, it looked like there was a little bit of 
a what? Cracks, yeah, because they key, yeah, because they I mean? don't have tax traps anymore. So it's yeah. like, well, it doesn't mean that we don't want. Gold you can't too. control the damage. Yeah, I got. Uh, 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 but gotcha. yeah, I, I saw my only two cents. I was like, so maybe it's part of an angle. I don't know. Gotcha. No problem, man. Well, uh, also just had a uh, quick comment. Logan Paul, someone that was at WrestleMania, Pro. it was said ahead of WrestleMania, his uh, contract would expire that very next day. Uh, it has appeared that he has resigned, and uh, if you guys don't know, there's a photo. I was around. just gonna ask you if it's, you heard it's about clearly Photoshop. Both the... sides have denied it's Photoshop, and I've seen both photos next to each other, and you can literally yeah, see it's like it's a, it's a good Photoshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they, but, they just. You know. I'm sure it's the original photo of him with both of them. Yeah, uh, both of them being Triple H and Stephanie on each side of him. Yeah, and then they just they just imposed the new picture. Yeah. And then it's like, the same kind. Except and Stephanie's out of it. Yeah, see, yeah for those and, that haven't seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and to me, the, the it's such a easy yeah. Photoshop so job many, because someone's already. Too. It doesn't even have to be yeah, Well, I was going to yeah. say because people have now taken the yellow jacket version of it that's yeah, the photo right I saw that. and they put CM Punk's face on it and he's holding like a thing of muffins I saw it's crazy I think you showed it to me it was um, the chin uh, chin Smith man uh, James Ellsworth he did oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah that's right but uh, yeah man uh, Logan has since uh, he, he's commented via ESPN I wouldn't have signed this contract if I didn't think that I was capable of getting a WWE belt I think I'd, it'd be the coolest thing ever I'd love to have it on my resume and I'd love to show every kid around the world who watches WWE that you can achieve anything which I'm just they like, already I'm... know that without you but yeah look look I mean he he's he's good in the ring yep uh, I don't know if the heat is X Pac heat or real heat. Um, they they kind of cheered for him against Roman a little bit. Yeah, didn't they? Uh, but I mean, the stuff the stuff with Seth, I'm I can be without. It, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's it's one of those things where I feel like dope. You you can wrestle. I don't really need to see more. Like, like you know, I mean, That's to me, I, it's like I don't have I a need to be like, I can't wait to see Logan Paul go against insert he, name here. Moved, like, I just yeah, he's moved know? himself into Goldberg territory for me personally. Yeah, because um, the thing is, also, there's a lot of other talents who are more deserving and willing and waiting. Yeah. to get into a program like a Roman well, or someone, Seth Rollins. Right? Someone like, asked me the other day how I, I can event, have uh, I can have a different amount of respect for bad bunny than i do for paul oh, because they're, they're, they're you know arguably well, both mean, celebrities entering a world they, they would say no one be, they don't belong in but i just feel like bad bunny came in humbled and you hear the stories about when you know even christina my wife came up to me one day she goes i just read about how bad bunny got into the i said oh yeah. what about it because they called him just to do promo stuff and he was like well what about fighting and they were quiet because they were like well we didn't think you could do that yeah i heard about thing. the story yeah. and so I just feel like I think they asked him about insurance you, and stuff. Right, but yeah, you yeah. hear you have so many people that back his respect for not just the business but for the history of the it tradition of and it, the tradition yeah. of it and the I would say the um integrity of of the certain uh, aspects uh, of it. Oh, yeah, no, no, aspects exactly of just mean, how yeah. how it works. Yeah, that's and what I meant. Yeah, Paul yeah. I just think talks too much. And I think Paul wants to use this as, oh, I got Triple H on my show. I got Roman Reigns on my show. Yeah, wasn't I got he this person on my show. show too? He's had Vince on. He his did show. have it. Or yeah, no, I'm sorry, Pat Mack did. That's but what it but was, it yeah. just, and then even then, when it wasn't about the show, a lot of comments were just on some. Yeah, of course I picked it up quick. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's easy. 
I only yeah, trade this, you know. But that's always like, been my problem with the celebrity thing. Is yeah. them like because they it don't makes, take it seriously, so I can't take well, them it, seriously. It makes yeah them not taking it seriously or them downplaying it makes it seem like oh anyone that's just yeah, not could do it in their prime in sports anymore can just come in and just get a quick payday and it makes it more fake. Yeah, you're like you're telling me Shaq and Russell. Yes, you know stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Pat, I was like that with Pat Mac, but Pat Mac won. He, he won my respect for sure, and I know I'm probably in the minority on that. But I feel like he's in the um, same territory as. Logan too for me like they're kind of one of the same not what I just said but in the he's, Goldberg territory he's a little, of, he's a little like, yeah that but he because he's a little bit more humble or those it, two should just face and then they could just retire yeah, you know what right. I mean but uh moving on <laughs> or, or uh him, him and Corey Graves the one match that Corey yeah have, seriously yeah. Uh, moving on another uh person who was at uh Wrestlemania but was not successful was Drew McIntyre uh and it Drew. should be noted you know obviously that match, arguably one of the matches of the weekend uh, in that three-way with uh, Gunther and Sheamus for the inter- uh, IC title, I should say. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of people don't uh, recall. He actually was pulled from that SmackDown uh, prior. Uh, yeah, or, I do. I remember, wasn't he hurt or, or he had, like, yeah. a virus or something? Yeah, though? or it was a health issue, but yeah. I guess whatever it was, he worked. Not a virus, he, but, like, he, a stomach Yeah, he something. worked through it uh, to get to Mania. Jeez. But uh, it's his long-term WWE status, however, that's been called into question. As Wade Keller this. has reported that Drew is unhappy with his money situation and recent creative direction. Mm. And uh, Fightful has also recently uh, revealed he has nine months left on his contract, which would make him a free agent at the start of 2024. So that's just mm. definitely something to think about especially with the sale and everything who knows how much money could be moved around and make them happy but uh speaking of just contracts in general fightful has uh reported that wwe has been in a quote hiring freeze of sorts since january which is why news on rumored signings like you know they're talking about tama tonga might come well, in jay white nick aldis and even i i heard aop was set to return at ugh. some point but that that's all come to a halt since the new year hit and it's being said it's probably what may have led to Jay White choosing to sign with AEW instead, as uh, I guess there was a breakdown in communication as well between both sides, uh, you know, during them talking of uh, him coming in. But most of the names listed were essentially left out in the cold the moment Vince returned to WWE, with uh, new hires being put on hold at the time due to the impending sale of the company. But now, you know, the sale has kind of, I, I don't know if it's, I mean, if they announce it, I assume it's finished, you know. But the one name that was seemingly saved from this, uh, you know, January, you know, I, I guess I could put is Eric Young. Yeah, I was about to bring this up, but I was going to wait. I didn't want to spoil the league because I figured that you were going to bring it up because I, I heard he's been signed since. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, yeah, he apparently re-signed with the company November 1st. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, and but, what's crazy is he yeah. re-signed before he was done with Impact. Didn't they so, kill him? Yeah, he, he got killed. stabbed or whatever. But I think that he must have been on like a handshake deal maybe. Uh, because they allowed him to finish up with impact, you know, you know, obviously that's his roots right there. But uh, Young was rumored to return to the company at the start of December, uh, last December, I should say, but has yet to be used on TV, seen at live events, or even backstage, uh, which has led a lot of people to believe it's, he might just be simply being paid to sit at home until some creative has the right way to bring in or reform sanity, as that's what would be the best way to bring him in. But it should be noted he was signed or... to wrestle rather than be a producer, writer, or coach. Yeah, I did hear that i think i was probably watching i may have watched the same video i think it was on wrestle talk they were talking mm-hmm. about it but I, I i'm thinking now i mean because with the the news of the grizzled young vets wanting out well that's what's weird is they were on the show last i, I was gonna, i did hear week. about yeah. that and i heard they were last week too so as far as the tapings go mm-hmm. um and they were even on an episode of level up as well mm. um but if they're gone maybe 
Because that leaves a hole, obviously, for just, you know, what, 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 is, it, is it just... I mean, I'll be honest. I don't want Eric Young anywhere near Joe Gacy. I, no, I, I hear yeah, you, but I, I, I but I also, do, like, I'm like, does that leave Joe Gacy to just, like, guide Ava by herself? Which I don't know. Eh, I don't know. I mean, I, to me, I got the inkling that they might pull the plug on that group sometime soon. Unless they're going to maybe replace... The, the dyads, but I don't know. But uh, another update, uh, short and sweet, is on the Hurt business. Is, uh, you know, there was a lot of seeds planted leading up to WrestleMania and just no real payoff, you know, and that really being the Where is Waldo-esque background interactions of MVP with Adam Pierce and Cedric or Cedric and Shelton and, you know, just like obvious conversations going on that only if you're, wa- if you're paying attention, you know, and uh, Dave Meltzer just has simply said that they have started it and totally dropped it. We haven't seen MVP around. We haven't seen Cedric or Shelton around. So we've heard absolutely nothing at this point. So I don't know. I don't know if that's yeah, part from, of Vince coming back or what. Well, they keep swearing that he's like taking a, a, a severe step back away from things. I'm like, all right, man. Whatever. Well, he didn't. Uh, apparently, he was not there for Raw yeah. Monday. but And then I think SmackDown, we talked about. I, I was the way it was. I read it was that he would be trying to run it. Uh, remotely, remotely, but apparently it was as simple as they sent what they had planned, and he remotely signed off on it, and which he didn't change anything actually last SmackDown. So I don't know. It seems up and down, but one thing I do have uh, a, a good quote on is Big E. We've been pretty diligent with providing injury updates and rehab updates for Big E following his neck injury. And uh, on Busted Open, he had said right uh, right before WrestleMania, he said, quote, I still haven't gotten the one-year checkups yet. We're actually going to do that when we get back home after WrestleMania. Early April, during that first week, we're going to get another set of scans. So hopefully we can keep moving forward because I'm not going to lie. I half expected Big E to, um, to show up at Mania in some capacity. You know, what I mean, it's just a good like uh, surprise or whatever. But yeah, I mean, the, but New Day wasn't there at all. Yeah, in any capacity. Yeah, yeah, Kofi with his foot or yeah, his as well. Injury. So, but yeah. yeah, I thought maybe he would have came out and either done, done like a little segment or like I thought, you said, maybe he could have done like a, he could have been one of the sponsored segments or something. I don't know. I think I thought maybe Xavier and him would somehow be added last minute to the tag team spotlight match thing. You know what I mean? So. But uh, yeah, um, and I think you were telling me you had some news on uh, AJ Lee, right? Yeah, yeah, AJ Lee. Uh, I mean, I guess you know since we're, you brought up Big E, uh, you know, yeah, former stablemates, <laughs> <laughs> briefly. The tie-in, the tie-in. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, yeah, uh, it's you know kind of short and sweet, but um, uh, AJ Lee or uh, AKA AJ uh, Mendez, AKA uh, AJ Brooks, Mendez Brooks, Dash Brooks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, this is from Russell Talk. It says, uh, Mendez took her first steps into the Hollywood world last year when she helped co-write the Netflix original movie, quote, Blade of the 47 Ronin. Hmm. Now she is set to appear on screen in, in a upcoming comedy movie with uh, some big Hollywood names. She is uh, going to be joining a, uh, it's supposed to be an upcoming road trip comedy called Sacramento. Oh, okay. uh, it's going to be alongside Kristen Stewart and Michael Cera. Oh, those are some good comedic names. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, not the only... Uh, Wrestler with their name attached to a movie. Uh, I don't know if you saw John Cena. He, no, is he yeah. supposed to be in the Barbie movie? Ah, probably. He said, ah. 
<laughs> He's like, another one I'm not going mean, to see. Well, I think what it is is like anytime I got cable on and then like hefty, hefty, hefty comes on, it's like, like <laughs> yeah, John like, Cena's voice. You're just like, no, see, is that John Cena talking as a as a, as a narrator or as a trash bag? Like, what I'm is more going on that, uh, the other, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the- uh, The cow? Yeah, I was going to say the, the credit uh, the credit score, the credit repair yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The purple cow on it's it. Per- yeah. yeah, that's so crazy. And then I think that, yeah, there's another one where you're like, okay, John Oh, oh the, the elephant with the pistachios. Yeah, I was just going to do that. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, you had said AJ, so it's you know easy to go ahead and uh, just spin move off of that segue, I should say. As we get to the AW side, as you guys already know, there's been some movement on the CM Punk front concerning a possible potential return to AEW. Uh, this has been uh, reported by Fightful Select. CM Punk has told AEW in recent months he wants to return to the company. He's expressed a willingness to work in a number of ways, including with the elite. Um, it's been said he has pitched numerous scenarios for his return but that's per ringside news so take that with a huge grain of salt and uh, also per Fightful Select they said tentative plans are for Punk to return to AEW with the working plan being him returning on the June 21st edition of Dynamite which would obviously be in Chicago, Illinois or at least around that time Uh, and then additionally the P uh, Pro Wrestling Chronicle tweeted out that uh, you know and this is also per Fightful Select that there was a meeting planned between CM Punk and Chris Jericho to yeah. see if working together is a possibility. I mean, it, which makes sense because, uh, you know, I would think there's other people he would talk, have probably have to meet with as well. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure with Jericho saying what he said publicly about him being a cancer and all that. Yeah. He's acting like gatekeeper of the locker room now, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I don't know if you had this other information um, because – People have been talking about AW working on an additional show for Saturday. Yeah, I did hear about that. That's kind of what I meant, but not getting too deep into detail. Oh, yeah, but I did yeah. hear that that might be the only reprieve. From, because I keep hearing the rumors the elite seem to be blocking that from happening. And it's from the belief yeah. that they'll run into each other eventually backstage. It's not that big of a locker room. I mean, the and, word is he wants you know, to during tapings and stuff. So, yeah. The, 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 the word is he's willing to work with them. I don't know what the actual I mean, Omega word. seemed like he was willing to put the whole thing behind them. If like when he I mean, was I believe, on the, the sessions with Renee. So. If it's going to make them money, dude, and, and obviously it will, then, you know. They got to do something, but I also get integrity as well. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to sit there and like say that they're dumb or whatever. But what I can say is I haven't really heard anything official uh, 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 other than the, the same narrative from certain fans of like, Oh, they're pushing, they're trying to push them out or they're trying to block. So I don't, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like until I hear it or see it from from anybody in particular, I don't I don't really yeah. believe a whole lot of what's going on. Well, you know, Dax Harwood is always uh, outspoken on his podcast. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the one lobbying for this. For yeah, the most, well, he for he, sure. ha- he has been for yeah, yeah for sure. And for he sure. recently said, you know, uh, I think in respect to the uh, all in announcement at Wembley, he was saying that FTR and CM Punk versus the Elite would take AEW to the next level. Quote. CM Punk and FTR versus the Elite. That's got to be it, right? If you want to sell fifty thousand tickets and take the company to the next level, that's uh, that's it. That's that's me dreaming, but that's what you got to do. And um, you know, I think the thing is, I like that idea, and I think it does sell a lot of tickets. But it's tough because I, I've seen the debate is that it's hard to imagine that trios uh, rivalry. When and it obviously based on real life, you know, heat coming and going, you know, because obviously yeah. I think FTR can work with the Bucks now, but it's yeah, still I mean, I rigid think, a little bit. But you know, yeah. I, but a lot of people have been saying, is there a point to do that, especially so soon after this, you know, current 
clearly this this current BCC versus you know what I mean uh, elite deal going on right now it's like yeah. everyone's kind of asking for something that's already happening to an extent of these badass dudes that just you know but i think it's a different vehicle i think cmftr yeah. is definitely different than bcc it's a different feel altogether but it's still a great trio you want to see but i mean yeah. I, but that's that's the point of the trios uh you know scene mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're supposed to pit these team i mean that's what happened with the shield that's they were, they were putting together all kinds of fucking teams to go up against yeah that's right I mean? and so, it, and, yeah and uh it's uh just to spin off of that you know dax again always making comments he recently commented on uh cody rhodes uh, WWE Undisputed Championship loss at Mania saying uh, before he left the man was Stardust uh, show how he had to overcome and make himself a main event level star and then have him come out on top it's okay for the good guy to win sometimes I feel like he should have that's my opinion but I feel like he should have won which I think a lot of us mirror I, don't, I mean yeah I mean there, there's a lot of people who I get it. You know, everyone's like, oh, they did it so that they could, so Rome could get to, to a thousand. I'm like, it's not worth it. He's already made history. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, he does, yeah. Why, why why have him hold Let's on? Let's be honest. Like, like, who's going to be the next person to get that close well, well, for like the but, next But decade. that's my thing. Is like, the, like yeah. even if he's below San Martino, does it matter? No. Because no one's even going to get, like you said, no one's even going to come close yeah. to that anyway. So, so it's funny you say that because I someone did the math. He would have to hold the belt currently until Backlash 2024 to beat. So essentially another year. That's stupid. And no one wants to see that. But no. I think you were telling me you had some updates on the FTR um, uh, contract situation. Yeah, they were talking obviously because you know there was the match too about whether or not they were going to have to leave AW. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, playing on on real life situations because they've been taught they've been kind of vocal about you know them not being nailed down to mm-hmm. a, a new contract yet mm-hmm. going into April. However, they've confirmed that they are uh, going to be with AW for another four years. Okay. Um, the what made the decision a little bit easier for them is the fact that you know the schedule is a little bit lighter, and of course they like their time with their families. And yeah, I think we talked you know. about that. I don't know if that was on mic or not, but where someone was like, "Oh, you know, of course they that's how you convince them to stay. You give them another tag title run, and they're like, or you know, the schedule it has to be tag titles, fictional tag titles, not." That we like to spend time with our families and how yeah. this schedule is just better for our lives and, you know, stuff like and that. And I'm sure you know? physically and, and health-wise, too. And, and, I mean, in that, they've also, uh, I guess, made the point of saying after these four years with AEW, they say after this run, yes, yeah. quote, that they plan on retiring. Yeah, but but but, but, but coming straight to win the circle, daddy. Ten time. <laughs> ten time top guys, <laughs> I, baby. I think it'd like, be, be ten time over here. I mean, they, I, circle. I just go. actually saw, uh, <laughs> well, what, yeah, hell yeah, come over here, bro. It's for sure. Be 20 time. Because I, I just saw that they posted a, a photo with, with them with their uh, AEW titles yeah. and with the uh, Aussie Open and their New Japan titles. Uh, yeah, I guess they're supposed to they're fight facing each other on Rampage? No, they're supposed to fight uh, the best friends on Rampage. The best friends challenge them for those titles and FTR are going to be there to cut a promo. Ah, so they're just both going to be in the house. Yeah. Ah, okay. Which, I mean, it's that already filmed, so I'm guessing that's why. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's yeah. going to be tonight, so. Okay. That sounds cool, man. Well, uh, you were talking about health, uh, you know, concerns and stuff like that uh, yeah. playing into contracts. Santana. You know, one half of uh, yeah, Proud man. and Powerful. Last we saw him, you know, he was rumored to have uh, fallen out uh, with his longtime friend and partner, obviously, Ortiz. Yeah, I, I don't know He's if that's still the case. I mean, it's not yeah. rumored, but I don't know if it's still the case. Yeah, is what exactly. I guess, uh, he had suffered a leg injury in the blood and guts yeah, match, man. and he also continuously hinted at his AW contract expiring, and I believe it was in late 2022. However, uh, FIFO has discovered that's not the case, as he is somewhat still under AW contract. Mm. He's been uh, paid for the duration of his injury, though it's assumed his contract may got extended due to the recovery time of the injury. So 
it might not be an indicator that he's here to stay versus, hey, you know, we got to get the full time, but we will pay you for the full time, too. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it, make, it makes sense. I mean, that's how it usually works. You know what I mean? But yeah. speaking of injuries, actually, um, I don't know what the injury is for, but I did uh, real quick, uh, you know, just because you mentioned Santana. I did see news that I guess Eddie Kingston at one of the tapings had said that uh, for ROH said that he was uh, going to be coming back in a bit, but he had to leave for surgery. Oh really? Yeah, not too okay. sure. I mean, what I to, kind of? Sur- oh okay. Yeah, I'd have to probably do some digging, but that that's uh, okay. Yeah, that's probably all. Even he probably just probably just said surgery. Who knows? Yeah. Well, speaking of contracts too, Brian Cage, obviously, uh, you know, it's been highly speculated, especially going into WrestleMania week, that there was some interest from AEW. His contract was. Uh, you going- mean WWE? Oh uh, yeah, I'm sorry from WWE. Well, yeah. from both sides. You oh know. okay, but um, oh, oh, but definitely okay. met WWE. But it's not incorrect. Like I mean, it's yeah. it's still true. But um, you know, and there were people in WWE angling to try to get him a spot there, which is ironic given some of the stories he's talked about. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, in the past, trying out for them, and uh, you know, he, he was working basically on a handshake deal. Uh, with AEW towards the end and ROH, and it's interesting with him being one third of the six man tag. Ch- Are they still, or did they yeah. lose him? No, to, still. Because there was that you were just bringing it up, that Franken team that they like to do with dominant yeah. teams, and I think it was like Blake Christian. I want to say that I want to say they still are because okay. um, because you know they're they're with Swerve now. Yeah, that's right. And they kind of cut a I'm promo. A, I'm going to say this, and and it's better than the other two. It's better than the other two, but yeah. let me say this: the name needs to be swapped, like Mogul. Uh, embassies it should just be the like embassy moguls like in my opinion like the i don't like because i I don't know i'll I'll get past that but it's your show to review (laughs) but it has been reported by five that cage has recently re-signed with AEW despite the speculation uh and it's said that he liked the offer AEW uh had more and uh it's said to be a multi-year deal so Mm. that should be interesting uh and because i'm sure he's gonna do work on both sides you know whether it's AEW and roh they probably were like and uh there's a clause in there i hope you saw it yeah uh, no twitter activity from the wife (laughs) yes seriously (laughs) And uh, speaking of guys who uh, are on dual, I won't say dual contracts, but dual affiliations, Bandito, obviously well-known from the ROH days, but is an AEW. Uh, he recently uh, kind of talked about some ambitions post-AEW via the uh, so uh, was it SD or SoCatch, I guess is what it's called, uh, the media affiliate. But it said, uh, at some point, quote, at some point, I'd like to go to WWE, not in this moment, but I hope after, maybe later. I was in WWE, and they invited me to the performance center they gave me a camaro for all my week uh, or for my whole week to drive around it was amazing and i made some good amigos down there but you know not much but at least shows that he's open to a wwe run at some point i mean you know we'll see i yeah. mean i still think him and santana or if santana is not going to get back with uh with uh ortiz ortiz and he, he needs to do a tag team with bandito and call it santana bandana <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm not mad at it, man. <laughs> and then I'll finally have a final minor update. Uh, you know, if you're like us and you pre-ordered the AEW Fight Forever game, oh, no. you've been waiting for a long ass time. Uh, you know, I all I can give you is this: THQ Nordic's community manager, uh, who goes by Zaidi on Twitter, he recently responded to a tweet from Dave Meltzer that claimed that the 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 development of the game was complete. Uh, but he wrote back saying, I mean, if you want an unfinished game, sure, we could release it now. But the game is doing really well, and it's getting there, but it's not 100% yet. So, yeah, just another rumor on Twitter, I fear. 
Uh, this, of course, is following TK's initial claim that they were just trying to cross the bridge of getting the proper rating for their game. But by all reports, that has already been achieved. So they're buying time. Yeah, there's no further details so, regarding the game's release. The thing though. is this. This is going to. And I think this, I told you off mic that I got a notification telling me the up on Amazon that the updated date was a year, like literally January 2024. That's what they told me the last time I went down there. But what I was going to say is this is going to end up exactly how the first uh, run of Jazzwear Toys Mm. Or the figures. Yeah. Remember how it was just a fucking mess? People were getting shit. It really was. That that they had ordered or pre-ordered and, and shit was like. Uh, and they got it now, but dude, that no, first. No, but remember? Yeah. yeah first... I mean, but but I say that because you've had so many people who've pre-ordered. I'm like, how are you going to keep track of all those pre-orders in another year, dude? Yeah. Are you going to even have enough orders to fill those? Or- like, I mean, I guess it's probably people, people like me who slid that $60 over that WWE 2K23. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and it keeps touting how it's the highest rated game in, in WWE history, so we'll see. But, yeah, that's all the uh, news I had this week, my dude. All right. Yeah. Well, um, should we take a break, or you want me to jump into review? Or? Let me see. Um, no, we can jump into review. We're only at, at uh, yeah, we're, we're not too far away. Yeah, we can get into NXT, and we can come back with the, with the A-Dub. All right, sounds good. Well. I'm just going to go over the things I thought were ups. Just grand. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, tops. We do start off with a uh, in-ring segment from Carmelo Hayes with Trick flanking him. Obviously, this comes after, you know, the whole double getting turn. attacked. Yeah, double turn deal. You know, he shook his hand, clotheslined him. He did that whole gorilla press, you know, uh, power, power slam. slam. It looks scary on Trick. Trick's a big guy. You know, Ooh, in terms of okay. tall, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, so the ups um, were, you know, Melo comes out. He tells Braun, yo, when you raised my hand at the end of our match at Stand and Deliver, you weren't passing no torch. I already took that from you, mm. you know. So, yeah, it's, it's bars like that. I am him. Yeah. He says, man, these fans, I don't know if you hear them at home in this arena, they don't want Braun as number one no more, bro. Like, just <laughs> stuff like that, you know. Uh, he talks about. WrestleMania weekend, they're they're bound to do this for a while. WrestleMania weekend was just a chapter in the long story. Then he says, I'm going to flex my championship status because there's a fatal four-way that's yeah, set to I go did. on, and there was saw, one empty spot. I only used to see, I was, I, when I saw the, the preview for it in my email, it showed two people that it had it. It was J.D. McDonough. Yeah, that's the one I uh, saw. Dragon Lee and Grayson Waller. Yeah, yeah, it was those two. I didn't yeah, see Grayson which, Waller. So, if okay. you're confused as to why mm-hmm. he was even a candidate, Grayson through yeah through his PR team Vic was able to ascertain that because the loss that you speak of WrestleMania weekend did not happen because it was unsanctioned. unsanctioned yeah so Jeez. it didn't hurt his win loss record yada 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 right. but uh, yeah so he uses his championship status to tell Braun like you need to take this spot in the fatal four way he's not asking like he's telling him to mm. because he's like I I'm not gonna give you a rematch but you need to get in this match so you could get through because I I want to face you again basically at this point dragon lee actually, which i kind of like that because he's proving like i'm not the shot caller but i i'm i'm trying to put yeah some, i'm doing the next best thing yeah i'm putting some some things on the board yeah. to try to, to try to make moves towards what yeah. i want yeah dragon lee enters and he you know gives them they kind of exchange props you know lee welcomes them to nxt dragon's like you know i, I know you you got vengeance on your mind but i'm sorry it's gonna be me you face at spring breaking still a stupid name yeah i can't uh, believe they went i can't believe they did it again like, yeah they brought it back yeah dude 
And and so and and Mello and Mello like welcomes them. You know, hey man, you good? Welcome to NXT. But uh, the number one rule is you never interrupt the champ. <laughs> you know, kind of just let them know, like, yeah, you're cool and everything, but but chill. Then JD McDonough a- enters and. He basically advises Melo, keep your head on a swivel because, you know, you were a champion for a mere week and then you got taken out by Braun. And then he just denounces being an internet darling like Dragon Lee, uh, having a big entrance like Melo does because he says ego is loud but confidence is quiet, which I really liked. Mm. Uh, the, but Melo tells JD, hey, man, I ain't going to hold you. Game recognized game. But you still need to get over that rainbow before you get to this here pot of gold, my boy. <laughs> and, yes, that was a leprechaun joke. <laughs> but it's just like the delivery, you know. Waller interrupts. Uh, and he, he was like, if, if, he, if they gave him that 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 script, he's like, if I'm reading this, yeah, I'm making sure I say this after. Nah, straight up. But yeah. Waller interrupts, and this is why this is a up. He comes out. He's like, oh, well, you, you you can't you can't believe you're seeing me after that match with. Oh, hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. I was like, did Grayson Waller just quote Meek Mill? Yeah, no, he, on he, he NXT, quoted, he and quoted I was something like, else what? a couple weeks ago too. I totally forgot what it was. I was tripping. I was like, why is it? That that's Meek Mill. Well, well, by default you get it up, but I don't like that. <laughs> like, but uh, he calls Lee and the fans El Stupido, and then tells Melo a real superstar is going to come take his belt. Uh, but Melo just says, "Look, everybody wants to be a winner, but I see a whole lot of them's, and there could only be one." Him and then Mike drops. It was just like effortless, you know. What I mean, so it was a good. I like it was a good up because it was a good way to open the show. Now it's funny when I watched him come out for that. That uh, I did watch when he walked out. I didn't watch the segment. Mm-hmm. It's just in, like you see it. It's in him. Like yeah. you, you're like, man, they lucked up finding this dude. Like because like he's gonna be a star for these. Who he, and he could have just real. been a Casanova, bro. The whole t- <laughs> Damn you, Vic. <laughs> oh but, man. But no, yeah. The, the good, good. Uh, did Dragon Lee do anything to get in the match, or he did he have to win? I, like, I didn't watch last week, oh, okay. so I don't know if there I was. was just curious. But yeah, they didn't okay. mention that. So right. uh, Noam Dar hasn't been yet, uh, and it's I kinda... saw he returned last week. Yeah, randomly. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So it's interesting because apparently he is a two-time winner of the Heritage Cup, and uh, talks about how it first started in NXT UK, but now he's going to bring it and it's and his talents to NXT. Uh, says it's time to separate the sheep's from the goats, which I kind of liked how he said that. Uh, but he calls himself an elegant savage with loads of potential, and uh, he wants to introduce the cup. And he actually introduces the rules, which I guess it's two falls per match, six rounds per match, three minutes per round with 20 seconds in between rounds. So definitely should be interesting and, you know, uh, not too sure of the history. Besides, I mean, it sounds like he's the only winner and the only two-time winner. So Did, did they say how much each round is? What do you mean? Six minutes. Oh, I didn't hear that. That's oh, okay. I was asking. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. Oh, uh, when I said what you mean, like like how much time or how much win wins? Because well, cause you said fall- there's you said there's two falls and then the, each fall is six rounds, right? Yeah, six rounds, three minute rounds, and then, three minute. Okay, that's yeah, why I was trying to figure out how much the rounds twenty were. second okay. breaks in between rounds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, we get to a uh, in-ring seg, which I love, from Chase U. They were presenting an MVP award to uh, Duke Hudson for coming in in the clutch for their six-man or eight-person match, I think, that was at uh, Stand and Deliver. This is why I love this. Andre gets up. He's like, hey, we haven't seen eye-to-eye, but at the end of the day, I know one thing. Duke will fight for me, and together, we will welcome anyone who steps up, and we're going to show those sorry mother <laughs> you know, they had to stop him. Oh, sorry. Sorry, you guys know it's live TV. <laughs> like anybody else has their problem. I uh, loved it. There was a sign in the, and I'm sure I've seen this before, but a sign in the crowd that says "Big Duke Energy." Like, wow, yeah, 
Definitely. I think I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Duke, he gets up. He accepts the war, but says, you know, I don't really want the attention on me, but I believe, because I, I do believe it's chase you, not chase me, mm-hmm. you know? And he says, but, you know, in the in the last <laughs> second, he put chase you on his very large back and uh, took them to the promised land. But he gets really into it. He goes, but I didn't do it alone. I merely led the march towards evil. And, you know, and he's like, I got to thank Andre Chase, and I guess I thank Thea. <laughs> You know, and then MVP chants started to break out. And then he cues the crowd. He goes, I haven't never done this before, but with your permission, I like to spell something else out other than MVP. Give me a C. You know, and then they go, give me an H. And then Braun Breaker jumps the barricade and, like, interrupts. And then, you know. That's how you get heat. (laughs) Yeah, Andre was like, yo, hey, man, I I, I, like, I don't know what's going on. He goes, hey, the people want to know what I got to say. So Braun says, he goes, yeah, probably, but you're interrupting something you know, it's important. important. Yeah. And he just goes, well, I got something to say. And he goes, you know, I know people are expecting me to join a fatal four way, but I realized now that the strap is nothing more than a curse to my career. So I don't need approval from a, a bunch of scumbags. You know, he's getting heat from the crowd offers his four way spot to Duke with a, with a handshake, which was very interesting. Oh, and then okay. he actually spears the fuck out of Andre and Duke doesn't do anything. He just grabs his trophy and rolls the fuck out the ring. Oh shit. Yeah. I was like, yo. And, uh, Thea ends up checking on Andre and Braun. He takes the flag, so, chase you flag and he just rips it down the middle. So wait, hold on. When he, when he say he rolls down the ring, he like totally leaves too. He, he's not at ringside it's, or it's a slow backing up the ramp. But, well, but like, like, oh. like as if Tommaso was taking Goldie. Okay. And holding it like that, that's how it looked. I mean, because he's like, dude, in two seconds, I just got the opportunity yeah. of a lifetime that I never got with Chase you. I'm yeah. Like, but what's interesting ooh. is then we get a backstage seg where Thea's still checking on him and he's trying to recuperate. And Duke is sitting there just training. And he's just in the like, back? Yeah, yeah, right next to me. He's like, I just got to thank you, man. I really thank the way you just took one for the team and protected your MVP. You know, I got a big match tonight. Who knows? I could be the first Yo. member. Yeah. Goes, I could be the first member to chase you to bring home some gold, you know? He violated him, bro. <laughs> he low key did, bro. But it, but it wasn't up for me. Okay, because uh, I didn't know if he was like, I, I'm rolling with Breaker now or what the deal was. Or he was just like, he just made his deal like, I, I got to get away from y'all because I'm, I'm, I'm back on my solo shit. But, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like, uh, this next one you'll like too. So NXT Anonymous strikes again. He's on Twitter. You see footage of NXT Anonymous. Yeah, this, you know, it's GTV. I thought that was fucking uh, uh, Scripps that was doing that shit. Nah. They're still doing that again? That's not Scripps, but Scripps was on the show doing a vignette and it's a down. <laughs> but I, like I said, I wasn't even going to talk about downs. I'm just going to talk about what I like this week. <laughs> uh, you know, but and, and NXT Anonymous, there's what footage the shown of uh, Pretty Deadly just chilling. Like, I don't know. They're outside of some yeah, store or something. They're just hanging. Yeah, boy. And literally, D'Angelo family pull up, bro. Oh. And they go, hey, I got to talk to you for a second. They hop out. They attack both of them. One gets a pipe straight up. I knew there was going to be a pipe. Then they throw the other one into the trunk and speed off, right? It's great, right? So then later on. Oh, yeah, they were talking that shit. Yeah, because they were a host for a stand and deliver. Exactly. So then later on, there's this backstage seg where they're literally, (laughs) it's so funny where they're just chatting it up. And then like Stax is like, Operation Crowbar was a success. Yes, it was a success. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> a matter of fact, you know. And then Roxanne oh, man. Perez walks in, and they're like, "Oh, hey, Roxanne, how you doing? Hey, you know, what do you, you know, good to see you." She's like, "Oh, I'm back, and I just want to get my title back, but I will, you know, like, oh, but you know, Indy's in the way. Like, oh, I know, but 
I'm glad she shut Zoe Stark up because she's been saying some things about me in my absence, you know, and then they go, hey, yo, you ever think about getting some backup, you know, and then Zoe walks in and she goes, oh, course, look who it yeah. is, Little Miss Radio Silence. I'm glad you had some mental strength to show up to work today. She was getting boring then, uh, cheers. Uh, I'm surprised because she, can, yeah. in my opinion, she can go. But Roxanne calls her out for being an example of the type of person who mocks anxiety issues, mm. which go, which made me go, oh, is that what it was? Like, mm. was you know, were you ha-? because she's young, and it's not that she hasn't been a champion before, but ROH is not WWE, and even if it's NXT, it's still WWE. You know, so I, it makes me wonder if maybe the spotlight too quick. Maybe I don't know, mm. but she did say. You know, your example of people who mock anxiety issues because you do not understand anxiety issues, you know, and then challenges Zoe to a match next week. Uh, then she leaves. And but what's funny is when she goes, oh, Little Miss Radio Silence showed up this week for <laughs> Tony goes, looks at Stacks, thumb out on this one. They're, they're just literally still part of the conversation still standing nice. there. And so then uh, Roxanne leaves. <laughs> after, <laughs> the math on this bro. Right. So then she leaves, and then they turn to That's Zoe hilarious. and go, hey, Zoe, let me ask you a question. And then they just get blasted, bro, by by Pretty Deadly. They come out of oh, nowhere. Shit. Receipt City. They, oh, they kind of so, so, so fuck up them up. A, they set up a three-on-three low-key. Uh, no. No, 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 but if they could. I mean, if it's uh, they, Pretty they, Deadly they, and Zoe. They could, but I don't, yeah. it, to me, I don't know if that's where it was going. It just seemed like they were weaving two things and really putting more foot on the pedal I, I, of I, I the like Angelo that, family can be cheered, you know, because, yeah, yeah. you know, same thing. I think I told you weeks ago that yeah, Braun was like, hey, man, good job on that match with Dijak. Like, yeah. you know, and it was like this weird, like, hey, yeah, you need some backup and type of thing. And so it's like he, they're floating into – like fan the, favorite territory for they, sure, they, but they're like, not respect. Yeah, 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 exactly. They so, want, they want them, but over. they're not doing face things. They're not no, like no, 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 saving. We were talking about that because yeah, they're, they're like they made it where they're in the pocket. Where like, okay, we're not going to go too cartoony. Yeah, they're, they're the enjoyable gimmick, characters. Yeah, like 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 the fact that they're like, what do you think this is? The Godfather? Like the shit that they yeah. do, like it's like, oh, but, okay, they're they're pulling fourth wall shit too. It, you exactly. Know? But what so. I did like is once they stomped them out. Uh, they had box cutters on them and sliced up their hats and their jackets and stuff. And so I was like, oh, I like how personal God, this got. Cool. So that was a definitely good up for me. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, I mean, I like what they do with Pretty Deadly, but it's, yeah, they're entertaining, so they make it work yeah, for yeah. sure. Nah, definitely. But this is good. This is real good. Sounds like it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, good match that we had. Tiffany Stratton taking on Soul Ruka. Uh, it was based off of some weird TikTok thing they did. Uh, apparently, Soul has a best friend that's been on Level Up that's about to make her debut soon, and they were doing a TikTok, and then Tiffany was like, what are you doing in my parking lot? And they were like, no, it's a public parking lot. She goes, no, I'm here, so it's my parking lot, you know, type of thing. <laughs> that's so weak. But, uh, you know, I got to say, Stratton continues to impress me. She's picking a body part, targets Soul's left arm very early so her psychology is coming together. yeah very okay. good psychology really good athletic stalemate by both women and then i see uh, I figured, a, yeah. a, a very nice standing moonsault by stratton you don't see that a lot by female talents and it was like not so much a let me set my feet and do a back you know handspring and i mean land what? on my stomach it was like yeah. no you're doing a moonsault you know what i mean like like so i really enjoyed that because like even like kiana like, james does this apron moonsault but it's clearly when you see it it's like she's tucking to land you know and so it's mm. like people are just selling the contact not like it's not like Sami Zayn doing the you know the I mean uh, the only one I could think of is like he would do it's like uh, Eva Marie when she used to do like the twerking one <laughs> A like little bit, yeah. When they'd be on the floor and shit, mm. I'm like, yeah. We do get a, a butterfly suplex and power slam by Soul for two, but Ooh. ultimately the uh, she loses uh, via the uh, triple jump moonsault that Stratton's been doing. But a down for this was 
at one point, Soul makes her comeback, and part of her comeback is kind of these John Cena-esque running shoulder blocks, but she literally uses the same arm that's been worked on. Yeah, yeah and I was just like, yeah, that's that's just instant down for me. But later on, there was a backstage seg where Stratton kind of hijacks some interview time from Diamond Mine uh, and calls Indy the most beatable champion ever. She's already beat her twice in three months. And then Mackenzie goes, oh, so is this another one of your Tiffany epiphanies? And she's like, ugh, gross. <laughs> like, you like trying you, it on. Like, 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 like you didn't, didn't she, ain't she the one that did it? No, Tiffany's the one that always That's said, what I'm saying. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, but she, but she, it's like. Oh, for how dare yeah, you even try to say yeah, it? Yeah, uh, you can't, yeah, gross. Like, you? like you, you said it, my it name. It sounds gross. gross. It sounds gross in your mouth. I don't like it. Exactly, <laughs> bro. Exactly. It was crazy. Oh, man. Uh, okay. And just okay. a few things in. Uh, Cora Jade had a really good in-ring segment. I she heard about a that. really good promo. She says, you know, some people need to be humbled. She gives Zoe Stark her props and says she'll always be a challenger, not a champion. She mocks Roxanne and claims to put her on the uh, that she put her on her map once, uh, you know, they um they were tag team champs and says you need to stop using your current demons as a crutch. She runs down Gigi, Tiffany Stratton as well. She tells Valkyria. Uh, she should be scared of her, and then finally gets the Indians and swaps the. You know, everyone was saying you deserve it, and I was like, took you long enough, and I was like, damn, that was pretty good. Like just for heat, you know. Valkyria enters with a mic, questions why Cora is taking so much time to drag the the women's roster, and says it must be she, that she's jealous because in her absence, so many people have flourished since then. And uh, Cora's jealous chants start by the crowd. She threatens Jade as she even. Uh, thinks that she's gonna get near the uh, the title before her she'll rake her uh, eyes out. Cora like slaps the shit out of her. Like it, it's a pretty good. You could tell Valkyria kind of is stunned at first, and then she returns fire with a roundhouse kick and sends Jade to the floor for a powder. And I just thought this was a, a strong segment. Did, did she send her to the shadow realm with the kick or no? Not no, almost, oh. almost. Uh, we get a Wesley backstage interview like this because he's uh, uh, approached by Gulak and or Gulak I should say and Dempsey. Mm-hmm. They interrupt him and say, yeah, you got this high-flying style, but can you get it done in the, on the mat? And Wes is like, are you referring to the style makes matches debate? And then Dempsey is like, it's not a debate. It's a one-sided argument. He's like, hey, you're intense, bro. Um, hey, <laughs> yeah, he I, I, get, yeah, I get where you're going. Like, yeah, just we're cool. You know, I'll see you next week. Bring your strategy and bring your game plan because I only got one, and it's to keep this thing. Uh, uh, Mackenzie, and he just raises his hand, and she just does this weird high-five, and he just – Bye. Yeah, that was he it. That, yeah, yeah, he so, says, yeah. So that got uh that that's on the match announcements for the next week. It's gonna be that match as well as uh I was gonna lead to this. Joe Coffey took on this guy named Tank Ledgers. I guess horrible name. He's uh the, the commentary note, he's the first ever NIL athlete. Like that's on oh, NXT from the, from the college from the program. Yeah, apparently he's a former team captain and defensive lineman at Northwestern College. So oh, sure. um. His look was not my favorite, um, but you know it's. He's, you know, he, he, I mean, you'll figure it's, it out. It's early, yeah. It's, it's wasted. Exactly. Early. Running shoulder tackle by Tank. We get a shotgun drop kick and pendulum backbreaker by Joe. At one point, I got to give it up because you know Joe Coffee is really giving some good action, and Booker is like the coffee is really good right now, Vic. It's really good to the last drop. <laughs> you can't give it up for Booker, bro. What are you doing? 
You're uh, offsetting the very axis of the show. Uh, but yeah, man. But we get an overhead belly to belly and a uh, standing frog splash combo by Tank. But Joe sends Tank into the steel steps with the Glasgow send-off, apparently is what it's called. That hits back-to-back all the best for the Bells, which is a discus clothesline for the win. Afterwards... The Creed Brothers and the Dyad enter post-match for a brawl. As I said earlier, Diamond Mind, they, you know, have unfinished mm. business with Gallus because, they, you know, Joe Coffey was their ace in the hole and they really wanted a straight-up match. And uh, I didn't mention this earlier, but Gallus interrupted Tank Ledger's photo shoot at the time and it almost gets to a skirmish. This is how the singles match gets, gets set, uh, or oh, set up. <laughs> but we is... see Oni Lorkin and Norman Whoa. Smiley. Are there to play? Hey, break it up, guys! And I was like, man, that's a that's a two for a cameo. I like I didn't, that. I didn't like, realize, so wait, Oni, I didn't because well, I think I told you Oni had been it, brought back to like coach for a couple really? weeks, but uh, nothing official had ever been reported. So it looks mm-hmm. like he's there to stay. But Gallus, they go to leave after that confrontation, and they're approached by a Schism. Music. Yeah, but the, Gallus is approached by Schism with Gyv or the Dyad noticeably present. Uh, and at one point, Gacy goes. Why have the diet been overlooked for a title shot? And Gallus says, all you got to do is ask. And then Jagger is like, we're not asking you. We're telling you. So that sets up a three-way tag title match for next week as well. You know, between Gallus, the Dyads, and the Creeds. Because there was this big schmaz at the end after, you know, Joe Coffey got the win. So, but uh, n- nothing much to report after that. Um, just, uh, you know, like I said, North American title match, Dempsey and Wesley. And we got the tag title match, uh, Creed Brothers, Gallus, and the Dyad. Uh, only two things to really bring up is Ilya Dragunov has a match with Von Wagner. The only reason I'm bringing this up, because obviously Ilya won with the Torpedo, um, is that Stone apparently added a stipulation that said, if you lose this match, I'm leaving. So, oh, shit. yeah. And, um, you know, I will say Von started very immediate, deliberate, focus, really selling his urgency, realizing. But then he does this thing where he does a back suplex, and he looks at Stone, and he's like, yeah, yeah, with a thumbs up. And he's like, win the match, Vaughn. <laughs> he's like yelling at him. I'm like, I don't care about thumbs up. I'm not here to cheerlead you. I'm trying to lead you. But if you can't win anything, you know what I mean? It's like, like, stay so he's, he, so he's probably going to try to win him back. I, I wonder, but he because, does. Yeah, I remember he gave him the ultimatum like weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Definitely. But I did what I did love is he did hit his finish, but Ilya kicked out and he oh, did. Uh, he hit the torpedo for the win. And at one point he did hit that stalling uh, teardrop suplex he does, which Sheesh. I was surprised. That's a big moment. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? so, yeah. But what I love was after the match, and this is the only reason I bring this up, Stone leaves. And it's not really played up much. And I'm like, oh, that was all that for. I thought it was going to be like a schmaz or he was going to put him through a table or something and realize, I never needed you. I'm Van Wagner, right? Or whatever. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Stone leaves and then Dijak's music hits. Oh. Ilya looks up at the ramp and then Dijak shows up on the apron behind him and then Ilya just smiles and turns around. It's almost like he knew. Like, I knew you'd come. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, he gets in the ring and no mic. You could just audibly hear Dijak goes, I hear you say pain makes you feel alive. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to make you immortal. Mm. I was like, bro, run it. <laughs> I was like, that no, just that no, alone. That, no, no, see, what the thing is, you still haven't explained to me how the new guy, mm. Tank Ledgers, is getting a fucking photo shoot. Well, apparently <laughs> what happened was he, that's why Oni... And Norman were there to oh, add to, that he's very new. Oh, he was supposed. He had said, geez. "I'm supposed to make a debut in 
a couple weeks. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm Gallus just walked by, like, look at this office? guy. Yeah, Why yeah. do you get to, you know, and kind of basically baited him. So like, that, you could tell yeah. Joe just wanted to, since he's back, wanted a match. So he's like, oh, well, let me go ahead. And because GYEV even said it, oh, nothing's changed. You're just going against people you know you can beat, basically, you know, and it's like, I mean, you know, money's money. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, main event, go out your way to see it. Very fun, fatal four away. Gracing Waller, Dragon Lee, JD McDonough. I can go into so many different things, but what I'll, you know, just uh, different they're, sequences. They're good at the multi-man game. When, yeah. I mean, yeah. I Here's mean, all I go. Uh, JD eats a sick mid-air shotgun dropkick by Lee. He's trying to do a leapfrog, and he just, he runs out of what a shotgun dropkick. And it's like, oh, fuck. Like, okay, this is what kind of match it is. Um, one point, everyone takes turns diving on everybody. You know that spot. You know, oh, you hit it. I could do better than that. Duke is the last one. Revs up, goes to the rope, gets intercepted with a rolling stunner from the side. Oh, damn. Yeah. Like so much where you didn't even see when he rolled in. You're just seeing it, and he's running, and like just he just stunned. comes in. Boom, <laughs> just gets stunned. He's like, yeah. why is he selling a stunt? Oh, Mid-air. wow. Uh, one point, what I did like is that JD and Waller kind of work together to chop down the tree. He like they, they go for a double leg lock, you know, the whole I'm going to take your leg in between, you know, put yeah. it between my knees and like – and he sits up to double headlock them, which was actually a funny, oh, you know. Then they get up, wishbone them, you know. And then they, they do a double. It's a Boston Crab, but they're each doing a single, a leg, single crab. leg crab. Yeah, 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 I was like, wow, I haven't seen that before, you know. So. I, I've seen it, but I wish it was in the game. <laughs> yeah. And then Duke hits this very, a slingshot snap German suplex. Oh, yeah, he's done up before. Yeah, so, and it was to Dragon Lee. Uh, we see a short arm backdrop breaker by JD at some point, but it gets the pins breaking up by a diving foot stomp by Lee. Um, he hits his Lee hits Dragon Lee that running uh, bicycle kick or bicycle knee smash he does like it's like a basement bicycle knee. Uh, JD kicks out of that to a huge like whoa like no one expected that. Uh, but at some point, basically, uh, Lee hits a sharp-looking rebound snap suplex or snap German suplex similar to what Pac would do that sends J- JD literally tumbling through the ropes to the floor. And then Lee somehow picks up Duke for a sit-out powerbomb, right, and then goes to do the high-stack pin. So when he sits down, he gets up to try to get the legs up like this, and then he gets hit with the rolling stunner, falls out the ring, Waller steals the pin and and the victory. Of course. Yeah. And and I kind of predicted Weller's going to take this somehow, but not definitively. But, uh, of course, he celebrates on the ramp, and then Melo arrives on the ramp to do a little face-to-face, you know what I'm saying? So, but, yeah, those were the ups for me, my dude. My uh, All right. Um, so, Tank Ledgers. <laughs> tank Ledgers. So, wait, so did he, did he re- Not even play. Hold just up. Ledger. And then the other one is Hank something. Yeah. And do you know what's funny? Is that's who said, hey, man, things are changing around here. They're giving guys like us opportunities. Go make the most of it before he went to the ring. It was like, Hank and Tank. Let me guess. You guys are going to be a tag I was just going like, to say, yeah, yeah. They could be the new Idris Anofi and. The, the rock other and one. sock, the Hank and Tank connection, boy. The other one, Blade. Yeah. Malik Blade. Blade. Laser. Blazer. Blade laser. <laughs> yeah. But that is my uh, notes, ups, mostly ups, uh, except right. for the schism down and the left you arm your shoulder mouth. block. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that is my uh, NXT, I won't say 2.0, but. Quick, uh, uh, quick yeah. question about Sol Ruka. Has mm-hmm. she, did she impress you at all in her match? Um. Yeah, against Tiffany Stratton, definitely, but. I kind of knew Tiffany was going to win. 
Um, which I, yeah, I mean, know, I, I like, feel like they've been angling her going to gear towards that world, uh, yeah, the women's championship. Yeah, we've talked minute. about it. So, yeah. I mean, because she wasn't in the ladder match, right? And, no, and there's a big, yeah. there's a big hole to fill. Uh, yeah, that's not Mandy Rose's anymore. So, I mean, one would say that she there's room for a new. Well, well I guess she was brown, brown brunette hair when she left, but you know, she, there's another room for a blonde. Yeah, yeah. So, no, but uh, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. You're gonna hear about Winner's Circle Pro Wrestling presenting Hard to Earn, and we'll be right back with AW Dynamite. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what it is. Winter Circle Pro Wrestling is back. Friday, April 21st, going down in Chino, California, American Legion Post number 299. We present Hard to Earn several matchups, including the very first World Championship defense as the new champion, Don Kubrick, with his newest assistance in his corner, Slice Boogie, taking on the goddamn man, Tyler Bateman, as well as crowning brand new tag team champions as the first team to qualify. The West Coast Wrecking Crew have their hands filled with taking on none other than Team Filthy Affiliates themselves, violence is forever. Last but not least, we're going to decide the first ever pound for pound champion in the first ever marathon match. Five men, including a mystery opponent, all going to war to prove who is the best pound for pound. April 21st is going down. All you got to do is get your tickets. Hardtoearn.eventbrite.com. Hardtoearn.eventbrite.com. Let's go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Whoa, we are back, and we back. Know, that ain't for right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now what's going on, y'all? We about to get into uh, you about to light the fuse, my dude. I was gonna get a little bit of fuse lighting if you don't mind. Oh, um, okay. Get a little bit of dynamite, uh, dynamite going. But um, it actually opened up with uh, Darby Allen versus Swerve Strickland. I don't remember. I, I I thought I may have tried to send it to you guys, but there was like this video package promo that mm-hmm. Swerve did that I, it, of course, no one saw it except on Twitter. But it was great. Oh, okay. And he was talking about how he created Darby by kicking, basically like kicking his ass for so many yeah. years. Like he's created this relentless this underdog. Yeah. Like, kind of like you are yeah. the monster I created. Even if you beat me, that's fine because that's who I created you to be. Wow. Yeah. Type shit where I'm like, man, that's a hell of a loophole right there. Yeah. Bro. I didn't even think about that. So yeah. they, they, uh, they had a match Darby versus Swerve. Um, again, they start by showing off that footage I was referring to. Mm. But then I guess uh, they were also talking about, you know, the fact Darby had gotten hit by a car, I guess. Before yeah, I guess. Match. Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he also got attacked by Brian Cage last week. His mm-hmm. swerve was, like, trying to, I guess. I'm going to f tend him. <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, it, I guess he was trying to supposedly, like, merge, like, get a quote-unquote merger in this, you know, whole. Uh, what, what the, the mogul. The, the mogul. The mogul enterprises. Is, yeah, the embassy mogul. Well, before it was that, he was trying to extend it to Darby, who wasn't with it. So then that's why he, like, Brian came, and he was like, psych, I was with them the whole time. <laughs> I don't even it's believe getting, that that was a real... It's getting risk. scary. Yeah, 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 yeah. He <laughs> does that little snickery. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> give me a dollar, I'll leave you alone, mm-hmm. Darby. Um, but, yeah, so they showed that, which obviously, you know, which is kind of another reason why this match is going on. But Swerve is uh, making his way down uh, the ring. Uh, he has 
joined at the top by uh, Prince Nana and uh, Brian Cage, but you know he ends up going to the ring uh, solo. Mm-hmm. Darby comes out the box from the offensive with the stunner, uh, super early. Uh, followed by the running tope cannonball. Oh, that standing diamond dust he does. You mean? Yeah. yeah I mean, okay. they 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 call they, yeah, they, they call it a stunner. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, they just need to figure out a fucking yeah. For it. Seriously. Uh, Darby continues to take advantage of Swerve on the outside of the ring until Swerve trips him up on the still steps and then drags him all the way down. Like, Sheesh. you know, he's at the top and then, like, pulls his leg and then pulls him so that his head hits every fucking step on the way down. Uh, Swerve takes over now, pulls uh, Darby's studded belt off him, begins to whip him with it. Uh, during the match, we see the now obligatory shot of one of the pillars uh, watching, taking notice. Of course. As they are, you know, on the race to zero in at the top of the contenders, uh, you know, list to get that title shot against Who is this? MGF. Uh, so this time it was Sammy watching the match with Tay uh, okay. Conti via iPad for some reason. Hmm. Like, they were watching with the iPad just set up. They're just what? like... On Fight Network. <laughs> they didn't even show, like, the screen. They just showed, like, the mm. iPad set up. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> um, Swerve hits a springboard stomp on Darby to the outside while he had his legs caught up in the rope. So, he, like, out mm. inside in, and then that's how they went to picture in picture. I was like, y'all going to picture in picture after that? I was like, dog. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, back from commercial... Swerve continues to wear down Darby, uh, hits the rolling flatliner before uh, attempting to climb the top rope. Uh, commentary comment on Swerve, I guess he he possibly hurt his ankle after that, that stomp I was mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. Um, so he starts actually going in. Like, you know, he's trying to hit the top rope, but uh, and, uh, what's his name? Darby, like, cuts him off and hangs him in the tree of woe mm. position, and then he, like, takes off his boot. I saw that. It starts, like, biting yeah. and, like, but, you know, me with my ankle, I was like, oh, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Bad timing. Uh, yeah, but, uh, and then it was funny because, like, to the, uh, Taz was, like, have, he was, like, all about it on commentary for some reason. He kept talking, bringing up the, uh, that's, you know, it's got a, a certain funk to it, too. Shivani, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, what? Yeah, everyone uh, was saying, and then Darby ripped off the boot and just started snarling, or, like, just biting, yeah, like, he, which is yeah, definitely he, disgusting. Like, yeah, he, he yeah. definitely, yeah, he definitely got a little, uh, uh, uh What's the word? Uh, but wild some, with it. Somebody <laughs> though, I don't remember what match it was. Somebody had a foot injury. Oh yeah, and they, they, they bit their bite. toe. Or yeah, some shit like that. wasn't yeah. it like Cassius Ono or somebody like did that shit? Like if it wasn't him, did I feel like didn't that's something like Eddie did or something too, right? Or maybe he bit <sighs> someone's finger or something. Oh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, he starts targeting the ankle now. Has a heel hook in, but a swerve fights back, counters uh, the springboard coffin, press into a catching release German, bro. It was Ooh. like. Yeah, he, he planted him. It was like, just release him and just let him go. Like kind of like what Sharp does. I was like, damn. Uh, we get another obligatory pillar shot. This time it's Jungle Boy watching on. Uh, from here, Swerve tries an innovative brain buster, but Darby floats over uh, and in one motion hits the uh, a sting death drop. It was crazy. Yeah, like, yeah, he's so, been doing that. A yeah, bit. so he like floats over and then catches him on the way down. Mm-hmm. Like like sweeps him. It was kind of cool. Um, we oh we get a huge poison Rana from Darby to Swerve. From the apron to the floor. Oh, shit. Yeah, because he had him on his shoulders. Okay. Um, Darby follows the coffin drop, but Prince Nana sneaks back down ringside, puts Swerve's boot on the rope, causes the rope break. Uh, Darby starts to give chase to Nana up the ramp, but is met with the threat of Brian Cage. So Darby changes his focus back to slides in the ring, and then he, uh, to, to, pro- you know, to try to finish the match, but Swerve catches him coming in with the house call, follows the big stomp from the top, but Swerve takes a little too long to get the pinfall. He was selling the ankle again. Mm. Darby manages to kick out. Swerve tries for the JML driver, but Darby counters. Uh, you know, goes to hit the rope, but Brian Cage pulls his leg. Aubrey catches it because, of course, who's going to miss this yeah, big yeah. motherfucker? Mm-hmm. 
She throws them out and, and uh, as Ma- uh, Swerve slides out the ring and try to retrieve a chair. This is just. It was I saw that. Yeah, yeah. This is weird. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then Darby he drop kicks it out of his hand and then he hits the code red, which doesn't get the two uh, three count. But then right after he gets the two count, he hits him with the Last Supper pin for the win. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, I mean, and look, that was like shaved down. Like I, I didn't want to read it all. Of that. I got you. Yeah. But following this immediately with another 10 minute segment was a post-match MJF promo with Darby. Um, he comes down with a microphone. He calls Milwaukee, Midwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is all great. This whole thing was yeah. this one. Uh, says though, Darby's a shitty little emo schmuck. He's impressed with his win. Uh, I mean, basically, they you know they were having some words, but he said he had uh, two. He's like, you know, you're damn near one of the best I've been in the ring with because he was recalling the the full gear match, and says, but I got two words for you: headlock takeover. Obviously, again, I'm like, oh, now you guys choose to bring this back, like mm-hmm. a whole almost like a whole year later. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, but you know, obviously, the main point. Uh, the let me got not get in the way. Of the headline here: Sting came out after you brought him up, basically saying that Darby's uh, uh, what's it called? His um. Legacy is always going to be his bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It was just, it was a lot just to get to what we needed to get to, you know, because at this point, Sting's match, uh, or Sting's match, his music hits, uh, Bomber Jacket Sting in the building, y'all. <laughs> mm. uh, I don't know if you, did you see this part as well? Oh, yeah. I saw this whole thing. Yeah. I yeah, can't yeah. make this up, but yes. Uh, what's it called? Um, Sting comes in uh, asking what's up with all the daddy daycare references, uh, you know. Basically says, you know, he thinks of himself as more of a cheerleader as he pom-poms. pulls out these pom-poms out of his jacket, which I was like, I don't know what this is about. You know, he slaps MGF with them one by one, um, tells him to stop bringing up the Cody daycare. Oh, did I say Cody? Mm-hmm. The truth hurts, doesn't it, Max? Uh, you know, he talks about how everyone had a support system, even him when Cody was still there. Um, it says same as, he, you know, who he is to Darby, just as when he was a young surfer sting. He had a support system who goes by the name of Ric Flair. Uh, stops to stare down the camera. Yeah, this whole slick. thing was was just. It, it was one of the funnest promos yeah, I've well, heard. It definitely was. I mean, twenty twenty three. He talks sure. about the red, you know, the the wolf pack. Shouts mm-hmm. out, uh, you know, throws up the two sweet. Mm-hmm. Shouts out Kevin and Scott. Mm-hmm. And then he says, "I guess it's kind of obvious by now, but I still have a little bit of Joker in me." I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I didn't know we claimed it. Uh, you yeah, know, I yeah. thought it was like you know redacted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, he says that he doesn't have a hunger for the world title, but you know, admits to everyone that Showtime is almost over, which a lot of people were sad to hear. Because uh, I saw everyone talking about it on, the next day on, on Twitter. Like, it just kind of made me sad, but I get it. I'm yeah, like, bro, yeah. he's like almost 70. Like, what do you mean? Um, but but says that uh, basically, you know, he's there. You know, the, the time for Darby Allen is just starting. And promises, you know, he'll be an AEW world champion. MJF ends, ends up spitting on Darby and just Dude, taking the powder. he definitely so. does, yeah. Yeah, he did. It's like disrespectful. He, it's like he didn't spit on nobody else. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, th- this was the squash match you told me about. This was a down, um, but the segment after was up. You know, it was Hobbs, powerhouse Hobbs, defending the TNT Championship, open challenge against Silas Young. Obviously, again, we someone we talked about like the last real man in Ring of Honor. Um, you know, they showed footage earlier uh, that night that showed Hobbs arriving in like a custom old school ride that had like yeah, monster it was like, spray it was painted on it. Gifted by QT, right? Yeah, yeah. or Monstar. Monstar, yeah, excuse me. Yeah. Apparently that was Jericho. Yeah, but it's it so, cookie. It was yeah, cookie. It's cookie, man. It's cookie. Uh, Hobbs squashes Silas with the spine buster, followed by the inverted attitude adjustment. Not the well, yeah, it wasn't the rack pain, uh, the rack neck breaker. No, that's not what I said. I said it was the burning hammer. Akka, that's what you said. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's not the Japan version of the burning hammer. But I'm yeah. not a fan though. No, I, he needs to sp- stick to a 
fucking finish, dog. But post-match, we see Wardlow in the back destroying Hop's car with a lead pipe, smashes the windshield with the stanchion mm-hmm. uh, before hopping into the forklift and rams into the car, flips it over. Um, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't entertained by that. I mean, I've seen it before, but it wasn't bad. Hobbs goes to powerbomb Silas off the stage, though, uh, through some tables. But Wardlow music hits, and I, I was like, well, why even brawl? Like, if he's just, yeah. just you know, you got the best of him. I mean, he, he broke into your car, now you fucked up his car. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. You can just walk away. This yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Aaron Solo tries to get involved, giving uh, Hobbs an opportunity to kick rocks. But then Aaron gets a powerbomb off the stage for his troubles, unfortunately only breaking one. Yeah, you see his head smack. Yeah, yeah, bro. Man, I hate that. I was surprised that he that spot, laid dude. there and didn't grab his head. Like, I yeah, had to give my hat off to him. I was like, I know that did not sound fun. And it wasn't the worst spot of that yeah. I've seen, I but I felt of, bad for him. I just always think about the Spike Dudley version. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, dude. Yeah. dude. Um, we got a Juice Robinson JY pre table. Wasn't bad at this. Yeah. Uh, they got a new name for their clique. They're yep. called Bullet Club Gold. Um, yeah. So yeah, Doesn't, you know. I mean, I'll put it this way: the music chosen, the way they shot it, things that were said with a bang did, bang gang, yeah, it did feel like an upgrade. Like, yeah, it makes me well, like everyone, it makes me go. How are they gonna like? Who are they gonna bring? But people like, were confused because I guess Juice turned yeah, on Jay in New Japan, so they're like, yeah. okay, you guys are not even gonna patch that hole, well, you know? Which well, to me, that's the thing is like I think if you don't just, draw attention to it, I guess yeah. Like but it, I know? think because it seeming it looks like it's Juice that brought Jay in. It seems yeah. like hey, if if I already made it square with him, who cares what you people think, you know? So I don't know. <laughs> I know Juice is just funny with what is like, <laughs> his, like you know what makes me rock hard? And like he's just <laughs> or what do you say? How'd that Blade Runner feel, boy? But no, that boy. How'd that okay. Blade Runner feel? Okay, so the boy, the boy, he needs to comment on the boy because it seems he's a little. T- it comes off too comfortable the way he lets it linger yeah. like that. It's like, hey man, who you who your folks from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who was your upbringing like? I just yeah, had to ask. You are light skin up juice. <laughs> but uh from oh, here man. we had a good match. Buddy Brother. Matthews uh yeah, my, <laughs> are, are you one of us? Mm-hmm. One of us. Didn't one see of you at us. the meeting this week, <laughs> brother. Uh Buddy Matthews versus Orange Cassidy, AW International Championship. Yeah, this is about the time I stopped watching. Yeah, we saw footage from Rampage where I guess the best, you know, oh yeah, it was the best friends in uh, versus House of Black in a tag match. That was a fun match. Uh, one point, Orange tried to come down and help, and Matthews, uh, he just appeared and just used the trio's championship to block an orange punch, mm-hmm. uh, thus injuring Orange's hand, uh, leaving him to have to wrap it with medical tape for the match. That's why that happened. Okay. I did yeah, it was a lot this. of stuff that I didn't see. I'm like, man, if I had to catch up in the first five minutes of the match just to figure out why this match is happening, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orange tries for his pockets already, but Matthews not having it. Uh, Orange finally takes him down with the front drive kick, hits the tope suicida, tries for the diving crossbody, but Matthews catches him, tries for a buckle bomb, but Orange uh, counters and hits a tilt-the-world DDT early. Uh, Orange follows up with a, a hell of an orange punch, but isn't able to take advantage. He actually really sold it, too, mm. due to his injured hand. He was just like, like the ringside, uh, what's his name, Samson was there? Like, yeah. Like, they ended up pulling the tape off to, like, take a look at it. And right when he did that, Matthews recovers, just stomps on his hand right in front of the ref. Whew. Yeah, dude. And even during the break, like, he, you know, because he, he rolls out on the outside and then they're checking on him on the outside. And he just comes through while they're checking on him, grabs his hand and just fucking, like, Slams three, four it. times on, wow, on the okay. steps, dude. And then gets on Savage, the steps. And then gets on the steps and then stomps it again on the steps. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was like, yo, this dude is, mm. he's like, fuck this guy. Like, and, he, and he keeps rolling back in and just, like, letting him check on him after you, he, it's just. It's hilarious though. Mm-hmm. And, oh, oh, and I forgot. And then he then he puts his fingers through the metal turnbuckle and bends it. Oh, that, that, wow. okay. yeah. I was like, okay, he, he's he's trying to win this belt. Like he's trying to he's he's, he's trying to get some favor with the, with the house. Mm-hmm. Um, back from break though, they both trade super kicks on the apron. Matthews hits a pump knee while they're still on the apron. However, Orange is able to hit a beach break. They both fall to the outside. Ref starts counting both, but they slide in at nine. 
Uh, Matthews takes back controls. He chops Orange down to his knees and mimics the Sloth-style super kicks, mm. but hitting him with a real running knee at the end and then picks him up for a brain buster, but Orange counters into a stun dog, which I'm like, bro, you just you just ate a knee. Like, you know, just just stuff like that. I'm like, how? Anyways, Orange hits a, a avalanche tilt-to-world DDT mm-hmm. uh, as Matthew rolls to the outside, but immediately eats a tope suicida DDT on the outside from Orange, who then throws him back into the ring, then hits another diving DDT off the top rope, all for a close two count. Orange tries for the Orange Punch again, but Matthews ducks and hits the pump knee and uh, tries to hit the spin uh, the spin out pump handle, but Orange counters with a desperation orange punch for another near fall. Hmm. He tries for another orange punch, but Matthews counters with the stomp. Uh, I call it the stomp because it's just the curb stomp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, orange... And he does it a little quicker than Seth does. Yeah, he yeah. does. does it better than, than Amber, or I'm sorry, uh, Moxley, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. But uh, Orange narrowly kicks out before pinning Matthews with the mousetrap combo for the win. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was like another he was one of those. Uh... Really pissed. Yeah, he squeaked it out. Mm-hmm. Get it, mouse, mouse trap. Yeah, yeah. Ah-ha. Got it. Luchasaurus, uh, Christian Cage vignette. This was an up. Uh, just a lot of badass action shots that were like, this is like maybe like 12 seconds. Okay. Uh, you know, Luchasaurus looks like he's sporting more of like a, some sort of armor, like shoulder gauntlet or something. Yeah, like, I saw that last yeah, week. Yeah, it looks yeah. almost like some predator shit. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of, yeah. But it's short, sweet, with the only word spoken coming from Cage saying, some things have changed. And he just like looks off camera with, with a smirk. And I was like, hmm. Hmm. Uh, from here, we got a best friends with Orange Cassidy backstage interview. Uh, Renee tries to get an update on Orange's uh, injury, but Trent pretty much cuts her off and puts over uh, Orange's win in his current title run. And then Chuck Taylor says that the boys are getting jealous as they challenge Aussie Open for their uh, newly won IG- uh, IWGP Tag Team uh, Championships for Rampage. So that's one of the matches oh, for Rampage. Gotcha. Yeah, we did talk about that. Uh, from here, we got an Ethan Page promo, in-ring promo. Uh, last week, again, we didn't you know report on what happened, but there was – a match he had uh, against Hook for the FTW Championship, to which Matt Hardy turned on Ethan Page. Which yeah. not that they were really yeah, friends, I, but it I looked did like see they were some of this online. But yeah, go yeah, ahead. it looked like they were kind of getting on the same page because he yeah. kept doing the Jeff shit. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah seriously. Uh, commentary says that the the House of Black were scheduled, but uh, Ethan Page came out instead with his own mic. Demands answers from Matt Hardy, who turned on, or you know, like, oh, I already explained yeah. all this. Uh, Hardy and his Isaiah come out as they warn Paige that they really he really needs to read the fine print, especially when it comes to contracts and wrestling. Um, as Matt admits that he goaded Ethan into signing the contract, because uh, I guess he, he told him he needs to sign a contract to face Hook. Yeah. So he goaded him into signing that contract without knowing what the, there was a term in there, which I'm like, by this logic, you guys fucked up. This is stupid. Yeah. But he says that in the contract, there was a term that if Hook beat Ethan Page, that him and Isaiah can make their own match, because, you know, there was that whole thing where they can't make their own matches under yeah. the firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their and their own stipulation, as he and Private Party still legally under the contract with the firm. Uh, Matt didn't reveal what kind of match yet, but says that the stipulation will be when he and Isaiah win that match, they are no on, no longer under contract with the firm. And I'm like, bro, you could have just put the term that when Hook beats him, that y'all are that the yeah, contracts yeah. are done. So, but yeah, but they're adding an extra step so that you could care about them leaving. But the only reason we care is because of the probably the next piece of the puzzle you're going to bring up. Yeah. Yeah, Ethan laughs and agrees because he points out that there's only two of them and he has more members uh, of the firm, which at this point, uh, Lee Moriarty in a sweater vest and Big Bill come down, sneak Hardy Party from behind as all three men use their numbers game against them. Hook's music hits as he tries to make the save but ends up getting uh, double teamed as well mm. until the Hardy's, Hardy Boy music hits and Jeff Hardy makes his uh, triumphant return with his own custom-painted chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, to- <laughs> I got to say, though, um, Big Bill sold 
that shit lame. Yeah. Very I, well, lame. well, everyone was just bending over waiting to get hit, yeah. bro. Like, that's yeah. how, I mean. But, but Jeff's also not the best wield no. or ch- chair wielding I will say guy. the last like, good one. He has one, hit some good ones, but he's say. not like. He's not Balls Mahoney. No, you know the last saying? good like, one you had, Balls Mahoney esque, was the one. Rest in peace, bro. Was the one against uh, Brock. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would say that one, and the one that he managed to pick up the chair on the way up for the last ride against. Oh the yeah, that was pretty good. But that was just more of like I don't know many people that could have made that work like that. You yeah, know? I mean he so, made it look like the what it was like, yeah. for real, you mm-hmm. know. But, um, but yeah, Jeff Hardy comes down, hits uh, everyone with the chair, twists those stunner on Marty Hardy, and uh, follows. With, oh, I'm sorry. Twist of fallen f- or stunning fate. As mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's just what it, what it is. That's man. what they said. On That's com- what Con- what Shivani called it. He said, with a twist of stunning fate. I was like, no, no, thank no, you. No. Um, follows with the big swanton, you know. But from here we go to a Kenny Omega pre-tape. I mean, a, did he grab the mic? Go creature. No, no. There was uh, some mixed reaction online about bringing him back. So I don't know. Yeah, because I think I told you Matt just said uh, on his show and his live. Yeah, work. Isaiah, you got work, like, brother. And he had a do rag on everything. He was just like, "Yeah, it's <laughs> probably going to be six to eight weeks, and we might so get him back." The so. funny thing is, his daughter's been going viral lately, and mm. people have no idea that this is his daughter. There's this god, the young gothic girl. Who yeah, has no, her no, own, yeah, for, yeah, because yeah, I follow, house. I follow Rebby. And I've seen a lot of people. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people reposting, and I've seen the Rebby tag. I'm like, you don't even know who this, whose child this yeah, is. Yeah, no, crazy. Yeah, and she's responded a couple times. She's clapped back a, um, a couple times. So from here, we got some, um, you know, some stuff going on. Obviously, with uh, Kenny Omega. You know, last week, uh, Hangman had gotten attacked with the. Uh, he got uh, well. There was there was the return. Obviously, of Daniel Bryanson. Yeah, they yeah. took out Kenny Omega, and then the week uh, last week, uh, they were trying to call out the Elite for being weak. Uh, BCC Hangman went down. Uh, of course, Dolo, because that's what Cowboys do, and yeah. ate a, a screwdriver for his troubles by Daniel. Uh, mm-hmm. Daniel, yeah, that's right. So uh, this week, Kenny Omega had a pre-tape uh, filmed at his house, uh, addressing the Blackpool Combat Club, uh, their recent declaration of war against them. Uh, citing the to you know them putting the Bucks in the hospital, injuring Don Callis, with uh, Kenny pretty much vowing to get it back in blood, really pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he said blood's not enough. He's going to do something worse. So I'm like, I mean, know. it sounds like it's leading to blood and guts. That's because, I, that, that's you know, obviously 100. Yeah, yeah. But I, what I will say is this: if I was them, um, I would use the crux of the elite term because I would go, you know, you got Kenny going. We put well, the elite well, in in it's all funny elite you say that wrestling because, because Moxley. Says that in his promo. Okay, because I was just gonna. Night. Yeah, because I was gonna say like, yeah. if I'm Kenny, I'm gonna be like, you think you're gonna push us out of this company? Like, we help make this company. We put the elite in all elite wrestling. Whereas they can go, we are actually the elite. That's we, what. That's what. Keep, that's literally what Boxy said. I mean, I was gonna like, get into yeah. it because it's the next match. But oh, like, nice. like yeah, the po- yeah, but they have a post match. I'm glad you said that because that's uh, that's just what I would do. Situation yeah. where where he literally was on the mic was saying you guys are like he, he's talking about how weak and easy it was to take him out. Yeah, They're like you guys are elite. You guys aren't elite. We're the ones to put elite in in the in all elite wrestling. Oh like, wow, that's kind of yeah. That's literally like a what combo he said. Both ideas. yeah, no. That's, he, that's why I was like, man, I was like, like dude, like he didn't even know that Mox was cooking. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean. Real, so, yeah, yeah. but yeah, BCC versus Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa. I don't know if you saw when this was uh, a thing. But uh, yeah, I I didn't see how it got set up. I assume just as an extension because you know the Bucks are out right now, quote unquote. So I'm sure they're setting up to you know like to continue the in between until the Bucks come back or whatever. Yeah, I mean they were saying that Matt had like a a, a tricep issue. Oh, okay, and I'm sure they got to avenge Don Callis. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, that I mean, dude, he was. Did you see? Oh my god, they showed when they were like stationed. That dude, that dude gigged himself bad. Bro. Yeah, no, uh, I actually told Mark what they or maybe you were there when I so, said yeah, it. I they, he, they said it was like the what is it? it they said it, the way they they the way they described the entry wound was very graphic like it, what it, it looked, looked like bad. happened to him yeah yeah, yeah i can't remember exactly but it was like a wow that's the only way you could describe that it looked like, uh, it looked like he got stabbed in the forehead it yeah really yeah, yeah it looks like it's it's kind of yeah it's uh gruesome but um yeah i mean it was complete slaughter <laughs> yeah yeah i figured i mean you i know, saw brandon cutler's social media i mean mid, mask yeah, got oh, broken. Mask, yeah. yeah i mean there was many glimpses of nakazawa fighting back mm. uh cutler wasn't getting nothing though um, but yeah, both Cutler and Knock pretty pretty bloodied, and the match actually ended up being thrown out due to Claudio Moxley not like adhering to the ref rules of uh, so only one man really being just in the a ring. No, de- uh, yeah, no, no contest slot. Oh or yeah, like, yeah, I mean they they, were, they just you know they chose to simultaneously pummel. Is this the main? Pummel, uh, no, they, oh, okay. just, they just chose to simultaneously pummel both guys. You know what I mean? And yeah. Just not even give a fuck. Gotcha. Uh, they continue the beat down. Uh, to, like I said, there's a post match with the you know they were cutting a promo. And uh, but uh, Kenny Omega's music hits. Interestingly, after making it seem like he was not at the arena, mm. uh, but he walks down solo towards the ring with his shirt off. But the Young Bucks sneak Claudio and Yuta from behind with some super kick parties uh, before Kenny gets some mounted punches in on Mox while the Bucks are stomping the shit out of him at the same time. <laughs> like he's like punching them, and they're just like, "Yeah, fuck this fool!" <laughs> like just, <laughs> so, it's like three on one on I Mox, and they're like, "Fuck this!" Like we gotta take out Mox. We gotta cut the head yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like pretty. I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, but uh, uh, the Bucks end up uh, hitting Mox with the BTE triggers. Uh, Omega goes out to grab like what they call a gear case oh, okay. uh, underneath the ring, throw at Mox, but the but Matt stops him and instead brandishes a screwdriver in his pocket and gives it, gives it to Kenny. But I was like, mm. and this is the only thing I didn't like about this, you know. But and then Claudio is able to pull Mox out of the ring before Kenny can use it because like. Mox is just in the corner, like he doesn't care he's getting cornered. Yeah. But he sees that when they pull out the the the, the screwdriver, he's you know, it's like that whole big gulp cartoon, you know, uh. scene. And he's just like, you know, he's like, fucking bring it. I don't give a fuck. You know, he's just like <laughs> fucking like uh, I dare you like thinking like you, you don't get down like I do, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. and then like and, and then if this is how I go, this is how I go. Yeah, and then yeah, so yeah. like right when they're about to go do it, you know, Claudia pulls him out. So but the only reason why I get it down is because I didn't like how commentary were playing games on commentary. They're like, but wait, wait, what Wait, was it the, the the screwdriver that that, that they used on Don Callis, or was it, or was it Hangman? I'm like, no, motherfucker. Of course they did that on purpose. Like, you guys just ruined how that should have just been. You know what I mean? Horrible. Simple. Horrible. Very simple. Just like what they did to Hangman. You don't even need to say nothing else. Mm. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? And then the sometimes they just overdo or overthink things. Well, I, that's why I always opine sometimes simplicity is just the best. Yeah. Execution sometimes you can't go wrong with. A simple way to do it, but I, I mean that's not commentary should have been more on it. They they should have been a little bit more tactful about it. Yeah, yeah, they were just like mumble mouth. Like, oh, 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 I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? Y'all just were just showing the footage before the match. What are you talking about? Y'all just showed the yeah. footage before the match. Like, what y'all? They're out I don't of touch, know, old man. Like, oh, we're supposed to just think you guys are a bunch of bumbling, fumbling fools. They all. I no. guess we have to. Believe, <laughs> I was gonna say we got we got to believe what the internet says about them. I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh man, but from here we got a uh, a down uh the obligatory Rio and Sky Blue versus the Outcasts who have new music as a group uh in the form of Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. Um cool shout out to Sky actually. Blue by the way. Um she just is I official heard, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's been I mean she's been working for a while so. Yeah. Um they jump the faces to start the match of course. The faces see a few glimpses of double team of offense before the picture in picture break. 
Uh, I mean, I was then distracted by Soraya just pretty much going at it with a young fan in the front. And then uh, <laughs> you see something happen, and, and you don't know what's going on, but the fans are cheering. And I found out later, because she posted it, is a fan had called her over and offered his T-shirt, and she went and just sprayed the L on his T-shirt. Oh, I did see that. So okay. I was like, oh, okay, that's 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 pretty good. But I was like, think, I can't help but think, I'm like, y'all come out holding the L's on your neck. I'm like, that's what the Bellas used to do, and I am not an advocate for them, but no. kind of do something different. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, think the whole L, like that being the letter that they spray paint is what – ruins the whole You're thing loser. for me. I think it sounds cool, especially when Ruby first came in, right, in WWE. You're thinking, man, it'd be cool if Ruby and, and Paige, like, we're in the – because they, they're kind of in the same realm of type of punk rocker, anti-hero, yeah, yeah. you know, and so – and then we throw Tony – like, it looks good. It looks yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, they got some – they got hitters. Like, like you know what it is? Like, it's like the beatdown click or whatever yeah, it was yeah, yeah. they look good together but that name is atrocious yeah like you know and yeah. i don't mind the out the damage what is it? control the, the what is it outcast yeah okay, but it sure. just it's like social a, outcast i mean i, I, like, mean, I get i don't know I, i'm not a fan of damage control that's never been no no i mean so I, I, feel the same I, I like it but i don't too. think it fits them as well yeah say, yeah so. okay i think that's mm-hmm. yeah. i mean you could have called retribution damage control. yeah i was just thinking God, yeah, that would have yeah, been way better way better yeah and, and that's not even like i fucking oh, yeah. rolled him but I, and I mean, let's be honest it would have been a great sense of irony since they end up just pulling the plug on that anyway. does shit because so, i'm even thinking i'm like they were over there pulling the plug on them and being able to hack into shit and yeah they were wrecking shit right and they're like man how do we we got a damage control because we got to get in front of the. I don't know. It would have just been too easy. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, while that happened, she got into it with a young fan, and it was, I was just more entertained by the girl sticking her tongue out at her every time she walked past her than really this match. Stayed on. Um, but yeah, there, again, there was a few good moments. You know, Sky got a hot hot tag. Uh, you know, against Soho, his commentary again puts over her all elite status mm-hmm. officially. But Storm blind tags herself in, sneaks blue from behind, hits the running hip attack. Storm zero pile driver for the win. Post match beat down, beat down uh, as per usual with Soraya uh, with the green spray. Mm-hmm. She spray paints an L on Rio before they hit a shield style triple power bomb on okay. her. Um, even though she could have just picked her up by herself because she yeah. was all of fifty pounds. I mean, it's yeah. Uh, Jamie Hater's uh, music. <laughs> it's and she comes down for this save even though there's no save. Yeah. But then she gets swarmed and severely overwhelmed until Britt Baker has to make a separate entrance for some reason to make the save for well, her. What's crazy is I hear. Brit has some sort of uh, indisclosed. It's oh, I'm a, sorry, it's a, it's a or it's a back injury. injury. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's been kind of documented. I've been watching the All Access show, and I don't there know. you go. That's where I've been getting the yeah. info from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, she they do show her take getting shots. Mm-hmm. So before a segment and shit too. So mm. um, it is definitely definitely interesting. But uh, from here we go to the last uh, up, followed by a down mm. um, main event. It was Chris Jericho versus Keith Lee. I don't know if you saw how this came to be. I saw last week. Um, he was just trying to talk on Adam Cole. And yeah, he was yeah, just and uh, and I thought it was a very yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was kind of um, I put it this way: I felt differently about it now than than then, but I still liked it, you know. Yeah. But I think once I, I saw the visual of what seemed to have happened, I'm sure you'll get me there. Yeah, so I think that made so it feel sure more poetic. The, did you see? The, did you see the memes that are, that's been going on with it that just too? how it started, how it, how it's going? No, the one I saw was like. Saw. It's like, hmm, Adam Cole could be a good manager because that's who he was supposed uh, to quote unquote manage. Yeah, at the main. That's the main. right. I forgot. So that so everyone was like, when they see that 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 uh damn that image of him like yeah checking yeah. on him. And, and it's weird when I tell you what he does even after that moment. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just you know it's just a weird. It's a device to get to where we know they're gonna get to. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me get into the match, man. Pretty good match. Um, hated the finish. Stupid. Uh, too overdone. Uh, oh, because during the. 
during the program, I forgot to. I mean, I I just knew I was gonna just explain it because it's better to write it down. Nana, Brian Cage, and Swerver get interviewed, and you know they're interviewing interviewing about the whole loss thing, and that's where I was. I got the whole like, um, you know, I ain't even I ain't even mad that he beat me. I mean, he he should have beat me because again, just I made it. I made him this good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But then they're like, but I know what y'all thinking, and then he starts talking, and then he just stops, and you're thinking like he forgot his line because he's just looking at both of them. He's just like, you know what? I actually got a lot of a lot of enemies, a lot of beefs I ain't settled up with yet. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, the Mogus is leaving here with something. We leaving here with something tonight, and they just leave. And I was like, "What the fuck was that about?" Yeah, so I, I didn't know. But then, so pace all the way back now. So Chris Jericho versus Keith Lee. Uh, Jericho starts off by trying to chop down Lee, uh, but Lee eats them and chops Jericho off his feet, and then plants a kiss on his forehead. Yes, I said plants a kiss on his forehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, to which Keith Lee was literally cracking up a lot over it, like because of the reaction he got from the crowd. Mm. Jericho sold it, was like, "What the?" Like, mm. like he was embarrassed and like try to rush him. Uh, but you know, obviously Lee wanted that because he gets him in the corner, tries for the Grizzly Magnum chop, but Jericho was able to counter twice out of it before Lee finally lands it off a counter, uh, off the ropes. At one point, they're both in the corner, and Garcia hops in the apron. Oh, I forgot to say, Garcia's with uh, Jericho in this match. Jericho's like, "I can't allow you to blast me with it directly, or you will damage my pecs he's, even more." Yeah, so he's like, "You're gonna cave my Irish whip. You're gonna cave my shit. My shit's gonna look, <laughs> yeah. it's gonna look like the inside of a boat." <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Uh, Gar- uh, Garcia hops in the apron to distract <laughs> Keith Lee. It's just, it's, sheesh! It's like it's like, it's like, like a, a rowboat. It's like a half-eaten apple. Oh my uh, gosh, man! <laughs> um, uh, Garcia hops in the apron to distract Keith Lee long enough for uh, Jericho to hit the triangle drop kick as they go to picture in picture. Uh, during the break, though, uh, Jericho hits a double axe off the top. Haven't seen him hit that in a while. Mm. Um, and continues the offense on Lee while taking the uh, time to gloat anytime he can. Waste time in between, obviously. Lee tries to fight back, but Jericho hits the middle rope uh, uh, missile drop kick. Follows with a lion saw, but Lee kicks out with authority. Uh, you know, one of those lift him off the mat type yep. joints. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a while, so it was cool. Uh, did, didn't mind it, especially with a with a guy like Jericho doing mm-hmm. it. Uh, Lee hits the big clothesline and another one in the corner and tries for the big bill toss, but Garcia holds his leg. <laughs> uh, later, Lee hits the uh, the pounce. He holds on... who? Jer- Jericho's leg? No, no, he, he holds. Oh, no, he holds. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Either one would have worked. But yeah, yeah, I, I was yeah, thinking. I could I... see the logic in holding Jericho's leg. Yeah, I was thinking. Know. I was like, we're going to drag him all the way inside the mm-hmm. ring. Like, what's that would have been funny, and then build them both. Like, <laughs> that would have been. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he grabs his leg. Uh, but like, uh, where am I at? Hold on. Um, Tries for the build toss. Oh, oh, and then uh, he, but he, oh, he, later he hits him with the pounce. Uh, he hits Jericho with the pounce. Goes for the middle rope moonsault. Uh, he he would have landed it flush if someone was there, but no no water in the pool. Mm. Um, Jericho gets the knees up. Um, kayfabe hurts his knee in the process. You know that whole thing because yeah, because he, he, yeah, he's selling the weight of the man. Yeah, but yeah, uh, he, did he, Jericho sell for the uh, very well for the pounds? By the way, I mean he just like got yeah. pushed. Yeah, I, mean? I figured. Yeah, uh, Keith is selling, but starts laughing at Jericho because of the fact that he's like, ah, oh, my knee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he hits like the the Bobby Lashley esque uh, spine buster for the near fall. You know that big, yeah, what they call yeah. the one-handed mm-hmm. one, whatever. Yeah, Damian uh, Priest actually just recently said how he hates taking that move. I mean, I would think he's like, I, he's like, I hate heights. So I was like, but the way he gets it's unreal. It's like it's that's one of my really least is. favorite moves to take. Yeah, yeah from he's like, and if I had to take it, I ain't taking it from him. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Lee goes for the spirit bomb, but Jericho floats through and uh, uh, rakes his eyes, um, meaning like when he goes to flip the power bomb, he lands on his feet and then like raked his eyes on. Oh him, wow, yeah. okay. Uh, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, you doing front flips, fam? Yeah, that's crazy. But I'm like, well, he's strong to, to lift Jericho. No uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take care of you, big dog. Uh, takes him down to the uh, walls of Jericho for quite a bit. Uh, he's able to get to the ropes, though. Lee hits Grizzly Magnum again, finally gets to the build tossed, and uh, 
Uh, Lee picks Jericho up for the Big Bang Catastrophe, but Garcia gets back on the apron and interferes behind the ref's back. Uh, But Lee then Bill tosses him into the ring from the apron, hits a double clothesline on both Garcia and Jericho. Uh, Lee misses a a corner splash, but Jericho tries for the code breaker. Lee catches him and fucking deadlifts him, like, from the knees. Mm. And, like, like he had him, like he was holding him, Mm. like, underneath, underneath his shoulders, and then he... He, like, holds one and then moves his one hand underneath Jericho's, like, knee. Mm-hmm. And then goes underneath his other knee. So he's still, like, holding him but like a cradle. Yeah. And then lifts him into the powerbomb position and fucking... Wow. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That, yeah. Hit him with the spirit bomb. Before he can even go for the pin, Garcia rolls into the ring to distract. Like, he's in uh, on the floor, but he's, like, rolling in the ring to distract Aubrey. Long enough for Swerve to come out. Like, it's Swerve clearly with his ski mask on. And I don't know if he hit him with, like, the ring bell. or I, I mean, I didn't hear, like, the sound, so I don't know what it was he hit him with, but he hits him with it against the, you know, the, then he goes into the crowd and then slowly pulls. I, I think that was Slice. I mean, he, he he's wearing Swerve. This, uh, yeah, Swerve, my bad. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was Swerve. He's, he's wearing the same mask we saw him wear to the ring earlier in the night. Then, it, then it's him. Yeah. He's wearing the same jacket, too. Come on, fam. Mm-hmm. Come and on. then he's like, he has to slow pull off the, the reveal, and it's like, it was Swerve. I was like, God, this is stupid. And it was just like, I I don't know. He I didn't did, hear and, and was my, involved, let me, let me but I, did, I didn't hear how. Jericho so. just rolls over and pins him for the win. Uh, yeah. I he very the flat. Ring, yeah, very flat. Not cool. Post-match, Adam Cole comes down to kind of console slash, I guess, back up Lee, uh, I guess, because... You know, it's still Jericho and well, Garcia it's down into there. into a tag match next week? Or I have no idea. I mean, the whole reason for the match, since, you know, we you know again, was the whole, you know, he's trying to say he has his mutual respect. But, I mean, he comes down and pretty much uh, hits Jericho with the same look that Jericho gave him after he uh, his first mm. match back. You know, yeah. the whole, like, look over the shoulder. And it was kind of very, you know, my God, I get it. Yeah, ironic. Um, yeah. But, you know, obviously on some mind games type stuff and just kind of, you know, walked Lee up the ramp, too, while, like, it seemed like he was just kind of pep-talking and, like, hyping him up. Yeah. Like, like it, it was, a, you know, like, standard, like, you are the man. No one can take that away from you because you, my friend, are Keith Lee. Like, 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 he didn't say that, but you could just, yeah, the yeah, body language, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. But it was just like, we don't see you guys together, so it's yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I didn't know, it, it was like the kind of cell that had mutual respect they That's were talking also, about. We, we haven't seen... Cole as a face really yeah. in years so yeah I mean I'm, like I said I don't know if they were trying to just upsell that mutual respect they were mentioning but uh, I don't really like them using that as a bridge to get to the Jericho Adam Cole eventual you know so yeah cause I'll be honest I would have rather seen uh, he also get hit with the Judas effect like on top of that you gotta really protect a guy like Keith Lee not just oh the ring bell took me out cause we've seen him kick out of other stuff yeah. you know so yeah that's why I, I was at too I mean I, I mean unless he would've just tried to get him in the wills of Jericho and then he was out and couldn't tap out I mean, it's a couple yeah, like this. Passed out, or, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if he's already on the floor from the shot, yeah, I don't see how he gets him up. Yeah, and he's to, not tapping you know, out. So exactly, yeah, exactly. So. Still protects him, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I thought it was like what? Hmm. Well, yeah, okay. all right. But yeah, that was it, man. Like I said, a few few dips. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, the only thing that's been bothering me is that the, the, they they got this whole. All right, man. Like you guys are doing this, but you know what we really want? Like, oh, the elite is back. The elite returned. The elite is complete. And then y'all, y'all take a picture, and it's. The Bucks, <laughs> Omega, Brandon, and Nakazawa, like they're like this crew. I'm like, y'all ain't never been a full crew, bro. No, y'all ain't the elite. No. <laughs> like, it's like, nah, bro. Not at all. Not the elite the, is not complete. This not is a on farce. This, side, bro. this is a farce. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was it, man. Um, not too bad. Like I said, just certain parts were whatever. Yeah, um, no problem. So, I enjoyed the Darby Swerve match for sure. They gave it a lot of time, and I know they wrestled each other a lot, so. Um, they got to do something with that, with the outcast. Like I care, but I not with what they're doing. They just keep dancing around. 
oh, Jamie Hader keeps coming out it every week. It just seems like they're buying Britt Baker time keeps yeah. until Britt is able to actually like wrestle more, or, like but longer, it, but, or give more than she. But Jamie doing. could still wrestle like Ruby non-title or like you know she could still have matches. To, That's a tough, tough photo. So I just AW posted this photo of FTR mid entrance saying, you know, we'll hear from our tag champs tonight, but like it's. Badass photo. Whew, the lighting, yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. I did. Yeah, you sent me that other thing. Speaking of FTR, they uh, actually changed the nameplate of their tag belts yeah, to, to, to Jay, Jay Briscoe. Yeah. That's a sad man. Mm hmm. You got to get you some friend friends for sure, man. But that is the show, man. I want to thank y'all for uh, doing what y'all do. And that's listening and uh, appreciating and supporting what we do. And that's bringing it to you live every week as much as we can uh, every week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I will stand by that. But uh, however, man, uh, Support us, man. I mean, of course, you guys have been support following us. And if you're not, us. I don't know what you're doing, man. That's at the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook, as well as TikTok, man. And don't forget to check out my album, The Quincy Jones Show, live now on Spotify streaming. Go run up the streams, my friend. And of course, you can also hit us up at the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com to get your merch, Pocket Tea. Summer's coming up, man. Holla at us. It's just a little Pocket Tea. Got, yes, the, got the, the logo on it, man. $10 Buster. We got sizes from medium to, I believe, extra large. I think we still have a few extra large, but yes, hit us up, man. We'll see what we got. And like I said, if you guys are interested, just hit us with an email. Um, and don't forget to, of course, follow Winter Circle Pro, man. Winter Circle Pro Wrestling. We're on Winter Circle Pro on Instagram, Winter Circle PW on Twitter, as well as the Winter Circle Pro Wrestling on Facebook and Winter Circle Pro uh, on our PW on TikTok. Uh, we've been trying to get the TikTok up, man. Yes, but sir. make sure you guys tune in, man. Next Friday, come through, dog. Live wrestling, yes, DJ, food, drinks, man. It's gonna be a fun vendors. time. We got vendors. I was gonna say some. You know, gonna, we're gonna get a sneak peek of it next week, but we're gonna have some. Yes, some sir. Merch. I was gonna say we got some new merch coming yeah, in. Uh, so come through, man. Friday. Yeah, hard uh, to next earn. Friday, hard to earn. Doors are at seven. Uh, bell time. I think we're actually gonna open a little earlier, maybe about seven thirty, seven forty-five. But it is listed at eight for sure. But make sure you get there, man. Seven o'clock. Be there. Be square. Plenty of parking. You guys don't yeah. have to worry about the parking exactly. as well. Exactly. And the venue, American uh, Legion Post Number Two Nine Nine. Yeah, off of Central. Chino, yep, off of Central, off of Chino, California. So come through. Tickets still available. $25 for Front Row, $25 for GA. It's going to be a great night, man. We're crowning two new champions, tag team champions, our P, our P for P champion as well, yeah, pound man. for pound. That chain's going to look pretty on someone's neck by the end of the night. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. So No, I'm excited as well. Again, hardtoearn.eventbrite.com. We're yeah. going to be selling tickets, I, I believe, up until 3 p.m. the, the day of. But yeah. You know, don't don't hesitate, man. Again, got got a lot of uh, a lot of a uh, front row. Uh, that's getting bought up right now. You know yes, what I mean? But I mean, again, we got man. Violence is Forever, West Coast Wrecking Crew, Dom Kubrick, Tyler Bateman, Jordan Cruz, the DKC, Dylan Kyle Cox, Delilah Doom, Lucas Riley, Danny Limelight, Adrian Quest, Shogun, Ray Rosas, Cam Gates, and of course, the mystery opponent. To be that, determined. To be determined man. for the Marathon Gauntlet match. From from parts unknown, to be determined has his reputation precedes them. Yes. yes. Or her. Mm -hmm. Or him. Or them. them. <laughs> it's like a tag team. <laughs> it's a trio. Yeah, it You've never seen it coming. Uh, yeah, seriously. Uh, Freebird rule. Free bird, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, check He's us out, man. in there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> three it's, it's a three rule. What a trio. Shield bomb. That'd, oh. be, that'd be great. That'd but, be the greatest thing since Stink got, Stink got locked in the cage with the horseman, brother. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, man. Uh, well, sitting duck. But no, definitely check out uh, Doc Lesnar as well, man. You're yes, going to laugh. Sir. I almost said Mad Doc. I had to catch myself. Eh, that's fine. I still, go, I still go by Mad Doc, 
But yeah, man, you guys know what it is. D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. Uh. That search bar. Yep. There I are. Hey. Five star bars Woo. for you and yours from here to Mars. Facts. And sell it in your jars. That's all you guys know what it is, man. Five star flows all day. Man. You know what I mean? This is awesome. That's my leading project uh, that's on Spotify and all leading distributors right now. You go to Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, like I just said, Tidal. Amazon, Tidal. Yep. Uh, anywhere that you stream your music, you're going to find yours truly, Doc Lesnar, the hip hop hybrid, along yeah, with the world's greatest tag team partner in that bitch. And that's Quincy Hello. Jones. Go. You know what it is. I mean, yeah. in this thing. Other than that, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram. It has everything to do with my music career at Doc underscore KJS pod for all things having to do with this here podcast. Yeah. Hashtag Wrestling Wednesdays. Let's keep it going, baby. And at Lesnar's underscore lots. That's at Lesnar's underscore lots for all things having to do with wrestling merch, whether it's figures, whether it's eight by tens, whether they're signed, whether they're not, whether it's just random merch. I got it all from figures to, yeah, man. to, to, to photos. The to office, to, to, to pops. Yeah, to, Funko to, Pops. Yeah, man. It's it's a lot, man. Some Mighty to, Duck stuff for, yeah, for sports fans. Holla at him. Yeah, Anaheim yeah. was good. Definitely, man. Holla yeah. at me. I'm on Mercari as Doc Lesnar, but Lesnar's underscore lots. It's on Instagram. You can check out what I got to offer. Other than that, man, I'm going to tell you like I tell you every week. What's go up, ahead Sam? and follow at Winter Circle Pro. You already said it, my, yes. my dude, but still follow just go winter circle pro so you know all on. the details and all the new things having to do with the upcoming shows all the talent we got booked and like we said man next friday it's going down yeah hard to earn yeah second show in the can let's go winter circle pro wrestling and on that note i got three words for him dog top guys out, out.